disgusting but but satisfying. There is that like uh that post workout sit down that you do. As he uh I think he's on. Am I on? You are on. All right, cool. Yep. Yeah, you sound sound terrific. Yeah. At backside attack. Advix Abe. Uh there is something about being super tired and then sitting down after a workout. It sucks. It, it do you think it sucks? Well, the it's, I it, love it. No, you know, it sucks when you like you know you like you're too you're like, yeah, I gotta peel all this these clothes off and take yeah, a shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know when you're too tired to even do that. Yeah. That feeling sucks. That feeling sucks. Yeah. Um, there is a there's a thing that happens. I don't know if it happens to everybody. It happens to me. I know it happens to Strangler, because uh, it's one of those things. If you're wearing like a lot of gear on your hands, like say you've been doing like uh, like boxing or kickboxing or whatever. Yeah. You're training or you're fighting, and your hands are like taped up, and your gloves are on. And the bell rings and you're done or you're done training for the day and you've got all your wraps on. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, there is like you can't wait to get that shit off you. Like it you needs cut, to be off immediately. Do you cut that off or? Well, if you're fighting, you're taped up, so you cut it off. Yeah. If you're training, you're, you're not going to cut yeah, your wraps yeah, off. Yeah, because yeah, you just either have the wraps or. Go wash have, your wraps. Yeah. Do you have a dentist sparring gloves as well or? Yeah, I mean, generally have like yeah. two sets of gear or whatnot. But your gloves are, this is, it's just like, uh, like, well, what's it, Velcro on, right? Mm-hmm. You just put those on. But you put your wraps on to make yeah. sure your hands are secure so you don't hurt your hands. But the idea of getting those things off, it's like, is, I, I, like, people come home from work to take their watch off, and that, that's how you feel like you're done, your day mm-hmm. is finished. Yeah. That's kind of like times a million getting your, getting the shit off your hands. Yeah. After fighting or training. Oh, yeah. There's, uh, yeah, that's the first thing I do. I, I take my watch off because, like, I, it, it, it gathers so much like sweat and, yeah because like, yeah. I don't have a ventilated uh, band oh god yeah so you can see it like it's uh oh my god it took, it took its toll so you can see like the, I got a little bit Good dark Lord. there and light there yeah yeah so a was, milky white band yeah so then like you, you look at my band it was like there's like sweat stains on it and like and it's dead skin cells and stuff like that so yeah, I have to clean this in like a vinegar dishwasher soap Good Lord with water yeah I have to the... yeah yeah you might you might want to get that check pal. I know I have to. What I have to do is get a get a vented get a vented band. Get a vented strap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, because I mean that that's gonna carry all that muck and gunk and oh, sweat yeah. and shit under it. Oh yeah, so just every, rubbing against it little by little. Oh yeah, so every like every day I rinse it under a tap water and I mm-hmm. really, I I, uh, I clean it out because yeah, it's disgusting. It's pretty gross. It's it's gross. Pretty rough. But yeah, but after a workout, the first thing you should do is uh, if eat something, but like yeah, but don't like crash. Don't sit down. I mean, well, I uh, I can't do. Oh, well, God. for me anyway. For you. I, yeah, I I gotta take a shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like when you go to gyms and shit. Like, I mean, there's a lot of times when you're with your buddies and you're training and you're you're happy to see these people, mm-hmm. and you're maybe not getting the same kind of conversation while you're while you're working out because you're doing some high intensity shit. Yeah, you're sparring or whatever it is, and then all of a sudden you get that uh, you're done. The mm-hmm. the final buzzer hits. You're all finished up. You know, like everybody, you can kind of get the sense that everybody else is winding down as well. Yeah. Then when you finally put in your last set or your last round or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and then you do that sit down like against the wall with all your pals. Yeah. You just kind of say you're all you're all done. And then there's a sit down bullshit session that happens before you go shower up. Yeah, that's that's the best. That was oh, the, yeah. That's the greatest. Oh yeah, I remember I, I did that once in the uh, uh, in the shower at the at the, at the gym. Mm-hmm. I just sat on the floor. <laughs> did you weep? I did was you openly weep. Yeah, I, the thing is, like, I, I was sat on the floor. I'm like, I'm so <laughs> tired. Like, was it a silkwood shower? Well, I, well yeah, it was. Like, <laughs> I wish it was, but it was just a dirty like. Uh, 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 the gym, the gym, and uh, oh, getting that bacteria in your butt. Oh yeah, I was, was it, yeah, but I actually that day I biked fifty kilometers, then went to the gym, and then I did a wor- I, I did a complete workout. Good lord! And then uh, uh, I was in, the, then I just sat in the shower, and then I, I remembered it, I saw a picture of it in uh, one of my uh, um, one of my the Thrive Cookbook when they mm-hmm. show like uh, Matt, uh, uh, Brendan Brazier, he's just sitting, in, he's just sitting against the wall, and he's that you could see he's just spent. Yeah, yeah, that's how I felt. I was like, okay, I, I know what you're talking about. So I, I, I'm like, I bike today. 
I ran. Yeah. And I swam. Like that's my that's my version of uh, of a triathlon. Kind of is. Yeah. And I just sat there and I was like, I, I, I just sat in the and then people were looking at me and I was like, uh, but I was so dead. I remember I weighed myself. Um, uh, I actually lost ten pounds that day. Get out of town. Just pure water. Get out of that's a that's a that's a weight cut. Yeah, because yeah, cause exactly. Because I as I, I sweat a lot when mm. I'm, if I'm going hard, but uh, yeah, it was it was awful. I was just I just felt I went home and I just passed out. That is a straight up dehydration. Yeah, yeah, you gotta get you gotta rehydrate like a motherfucker. After oh yeah, that. I went I went home and I, I was sipping. I was I did I sipped water throughout the whole day. Yeah, yeah. But what I did, but when I got home, it was about four o'clock, and I got home at like six. And uh, I was I got into bed. I'm like I was lying down, and I didn't wake up until like six o'clock the next day. That, that's borderline. You put yourself into like a state. Yeah, like that's, that's unhealthy. Yeah, because that it was one of those days where like you know like how far can I push this? Yeah, yeah I know those. Yeah, exactly. So, I know yeah, those. We've all had those. So I just said, you know what? Let's just see how far I can push it. Those are great. Yeah. So I was like fifty kilometers. I was like, okay, that's. I'm like, what? That's two hours of biking. Whatever. Yeah. Then I'm like, let's go to the. I'm like, can I still go? I'm yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Just uh, fuel up a little bit, stretch it out, and then go to the gym. The gym is painful, but like, uh, but you got to do it. You can do it. Yep, you got to do it. I'm like, it's not a bike ride. It's not a two hour thing. But uh, and then I went swimming afterwards, mm-hmm. and uh, and then after that, I just sat there and I'm like, I just looked, I just looked down. <laughs> I, I looked defeated, just staring off into the distance. Yeah, I got up because I thought maybe people would, like, would call someone and be like, yeah, this guy's actually pretty fucked up. Like, I want to like. Uh, <laughs> but you have an you what you got to do is that emergency contact email on the screen of your phone. Oh yeah. So you turn it on, and the first thing you see is like, call this person from dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I should have. I, I was just sitting there. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I still have to go Crazy, home. man. And I know the, the, I, I was like, I still have to drive myself. I still have to put my clothes on. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I just want to just jump in my car and go home. Those yeah. are, man, I, I just love those, though. I mean, I'm, I'm a great, big yeah. fan of just the full on burnout workout. Yeah. Like I've been doing the, the high intensities these days and uh, people have been coming and joining me every now and then because, you know, we've got more and more family that we're interacting with. Mm-hmm. But I've got this like 30 minute plus nonstop. Like it's, it's a, you start and you just keep on going. And you don't stop, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's a hundred reps if you can get to it, or more if you can push yourself. If you're at like if you're twenty eight, you do one more, mm-hmm. or you do two more. But literally, all all it is 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 just like push ups, burpees, lunges, um, uh, planking, some those mountain steppers, yeah, then some jumping jacks, some high knees, like holding high knees to get, mm-hmm. your, to get your legs up, and just like all cardio, like it's mostly cardio, and there's some dumbbell flies or curls depending on what day it is, yeah. And you just you just do that for thirty minutes nonstop, no breaks. Just keep on going, keep mm-hmm. on going, keep on going. And um, I'm really happy the people who've been doing it with me because they're keeping up and we're all doing it together and we're all we're all feeling like really good. Mm-hmm. But I've gotten to the point now where I used to kind of wait for people to catch up. Mm-hmm. So if I was doing the lunges and I do my fifteen lunges, mm-hmm. I would just kind of like wait. Or if I if I finish my push ups and my burpees, I would wait until they got up to where I was, mm-hmm. and then we do them together. And now it's not at all. Where do, you, start, where, do you, where do you sorry to interrupt? Where do you where do you usually do it? Right here in, in the house. house. Yeah, I oh, set okay. this. I set my little mats up and I just go nuts. Okay. And um, it's it got to the point where I felt like I can keep going even though they can't. Yeah. So while I'm doing my push-ups, I'll just do them, and then as soon as I'm done, I'll just get into my burpees and I'll wait until they get to the burpees. Yeah. But I'll I'll get three or four or five out before they get to them. Yeah. And if I get to, I don't know, like say 20, mm-hmm. and then I know that they're going to catch up, I'll just start doing my lunges. I'll keep doing lunges until they catch up. Mm-hmm. And then we'll both get to where they get their 20 in or the 15 in. Mm-hmm. So we'll do our 15 lunges together. Oh, okay. So, yeah. But I'll already have done five or six. Mm-hmm. But I like that. And even the planks. Like that's the one place where we all kind of, we all kind of catch up together. Mm-hmm. We have to end at the same time. So I'll start my lunges or I'll start my plank. And then by the time they get down from doing their lunges, 
I've already done like 30 seconds. Mm. And then I start the timer. Mm. And then they do their minute. They do their minute. So yeah. then I do their minute with me. They yeah. do their minute with my, well, I've already done 30, you I'll do, do my minute right, with them. Yeah. And then we'll finish up. That's where you catch up. And that, now we go into the next set. And I just, I love it, man. I, I love the idea that I'm always breathing hard mm-hmm. for 30 minutes. And like by the end of it, you're just drenched in sweat. Yeah. And when you're just finished, you're completely done. Then you do one more. You yeah. just do one more one because more. like, you know, we're yeah. only at 31 minutes. I'll quickly take a look at the timer on my phone. I'll be like, we're only at 31 minutes. We can go to 33 or 35. Let's do one more. Yeah. And nobody wants to do it, but everybody does it. Yeah. I couldn't be happier. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, that's, yeah, that's kind of what, like, what uh, Orange Theory, like, the, mm-hmm. the, 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 like, if you have a good instructor, they'll always say, like, like if you have more in you, yep. just just put it out there. Who do give, it. Who gives a shit? Like, yeah, just, do just, it, do yeah, it. Just, uh, just put it out there. You'll thank yourself. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, yeah, because, yeah, you need, uh, you, have, you have to push it once in a while. You do, man. And, like, this has been uh, three days, yeah, three days a week. Yeah, it'll create more boundaries for you. Like, yep. it'll, it'll push the boundaries further. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I got to tell you, like the first time um, I thought to myself, I'll do 10 sets. So essentially like each, each set is really like one big ass rep, right? It's mm-hmm. one like, that's your repetition that you're going to do. You're going to 10 of those. But um, why I was, uh, I was thinking to myself, like, I'll, I'll do 10. I'll do, I'll do 10 of these little round, rounds all together. But when I got to five, I was so gassed. So I just kind of like quit. And then more people came in. Like my mom wanted to do it. So I showed her how to do it. And then uh, my cousin wanted to. So we all kind of got in and started doing it. And next thing you know, like everybody's just driving each other. So now it's gotten to where like I can I can do ten or twelve or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I usually stop at ten with everybody else. Yeah. But because I'm I'm adding little bits in. But it, the first day, man, was terrible. The first day it was really just one of those workouts. You're like, man, this is like basically like a fight. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I don't I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. I do something else instead. Fuck it. And now it's like, no, you have to do it. Yeah. And now because I can do the thirty minutes, I want to do thirty five minutes. Yeah. If I can do thirty five, I think I'm gonna push it and see if I can do forty. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, like you you want to, mm-hmm. even though by the end you're totally gassed. But like, you know, my gas comes back pretty fast. Oh, so yeah. why not do one more? You can always refuel. You can always refuel, man. Yeah. Just take get, a minute get, yeah, and do more. Yeah, get that rest in you and just come back come back stronger. Yeah. No, I love it. It's it, it really is. I think everybody should have by now realized that health and wellness is super important. Oh, especially yeah. in our in our like coronavirus world, right? Yeah. Uh and I think one thing I'm I'm actually uh really uh, focusing on now is sleep. Oh, dude, so important. It's uh, Matthew it, Walker. Yeah, it's it, like I bought. Um, uh, yeah, you're right because I, I I bought so I got um I bought new pillows. Because mm-hmm. um, I was like, hey, my, I had those regular like ones you could buy from Superstore. They're like five bucks or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They're like those smushy ones that kind of like your like, head kind of goes right through. Yeah, it's like, it's like sleeping on a on a loaf of bread. Yeah, basically, right. Got your head between two ass cheeks. Yeah, exactly. And so <laughs> I was sitting there, and, and every time they they don't fluff up, you have to like punch them and like you know fluff uh, up again. They're awful. Yeah, they're terrible. So what I did is I actually went online and I. Um, I was gonna buy from Sleep Country, but th- those pillows are like one hundred and sixty dollars. Ain't cheap, each. dude. Yeah, they- <laughs> yeah. And then I found the same ones on uh, on Amazon for, mm-hmm. for twenty six bucks each. Get out of town. Yeah. So the same filling in them. Yeah, I'll send you the link if you want to like take. Like it changed my sleeping pattern. It, it changed my sleep completely. Uh, they will. Yeah. Uh, when you go from like a shit pillow to a good pillow. Yeah, these char. This, it's a charcoal gel bead. Whatever the fuck. That's mm-hmm. that, that's what. It, that's the only words I remember from it. But like. Uh, it's uh you put your you uh you you sit on those and honestly I was asleep within five minutes. Get like, out of town. Yeah, like I, I sleep a comfortable eight hours and eight hours a night. People no will like people who don't know how important a good mattress or good pillow is will be yeah. like bullshit, not possible. I'm like you're no. an idiot. It's totally possible. It's to- yeah, like a good s- pillow and a good mattress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing is more important than sleep. It's like it's so 
because you're you spend eight hours a day doing it, so yep. you might as well. You don't spend eight hours a day eating. You spend eight hours a day sleeping. Sleeping, and yeah. it's important to get your eight. Yeah. Like people will try to tell you, like I work differently. My system runs different. It's fine. I'll deal with the way I deal with it. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, that's why you sound the way you sound. Yeah. That's why you're saying that. Yeah. Because that you're lying to yourself. Yeah, you're j- you sound jaded. Yeah, you sound jaded, and yeah. you're trying to sound like like what do you, what points are you trying to win here? Mm-hmm. You're not a Superman. Oh yeah. Everybody needs rest. Yeah, and they, yeah, they, and they sent me a what's it called? Uh, no, nah, bro, I don't need no eight hours. I'm a <laughs> fucking Superman. Six for me. Yeah. It's like no man I, I can do six My brain is like Needing uh, needing to get something done mm-hmm. Like not my brain If I need to get something done My brain can do it six But like I'm never happy Oh yeah Yeah There's a uh, It's um, Fuck, fuck I, I think I should send you the link for it it's, Yeah like, dude they're, they're incredible And uh, usually get, If you want to get like uh, Like the 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 slip covers and stuff like that mm-hmm. include they're made out of bamboo so like when you spit your head on them they're just like they're always a little bit cool yeah oh yeah oh, and and, th- th- and they this, this the, the technology is actually built into it so it mm-hmm. actually keeps you nice and cool I uh I I'm no on need, the no hunt to, yeah no need to flip the pillow yeah oh yes yeah. no was it the the not not Lionel Richie the Billy D Williams yeah. Welcome to the cool side of the pillow. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no need to flip the pillow. No need to flip the pillow. I remember that, yeah. yeah. That was only one of the best jokes in the early seasons of Family Guy. Yeah. You flip it over and the other side of the pillow is Billy D. Williams. Yeah. But uh, no, dude, I built a pillow. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find one that like I really I really liked. Mm-hmm. So I had this one that I got for dirt cheap. I think it like that Yisk or Jisk, whatever the name of that store is. They had a feather pillow, but it was one of those ones that was on sale. And I realized when you buy a pillow on sale, there's a reason it's on sale. Yeah. Because it sucks. Full of feathers, it was fine. So I, uh, I took those because it the, the ends like it wasn't quilted, so the ends would stick into your face. So it was like basically a porcupine. Ah. Uh. So the the ends of the feathers would like work their way out of the pillow, and you roll over. And next thing you know, you're you're gonna lose an eye, right? Mm-hmm. So I I had this really soft, um, I guess like a fake like a fashion burlap. Mm-hmm. I don't know where the hell it came from. So I had this weird burlapy material. It's really soft, but it looks like burlap. Mm-hmm. I cut it into the shape of a pillowcase. Stitched the whole thing up and like stuffed my pillow into that, but I cut my pillow, stuffed all the feathers to one side, so it was a little bit more tight but still malleable, and I sewed the whole thing up. Malleable. There you go. And then I, I love that word. Mm-hmm. And then I, uh, I love malleable. And right now I'm hooked on vulpine. I've been using vulpine for vulpine. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why I started mean? using it. It's uh, like when you're like crafty. When you're kind of, kind of, you're being vulpine. You're being vulpine. You're being a vulpine. Yeah, no offense, but you're being, you're being a little vulpine. There. Being a little vulpine there, pal. Yeah. <laughs> My vulpine friend. Uh, I don't know where I heard it. I started using it, but yeah. So I, I stitched it all up and made it like a tighter uh, feather pillow, mm-hmm. which now it can't, can't stab me. Yeah. But it fits exactly how I want mm-hmm. under my neck, and you're out. Mm. Like you put it in, you're out cold. Yeah, there nothing. Uh... Uh, yeah, because now I, now I actually look forward to going to sleep. Yeah, man. You, you know when you, when you like oh, everything is set the way you want, you're just yeah, like yeah. you're like, oh, I can go to bed now. Yeah, I can. Oh, this is gonna be great. Yeah, it's like clean sheets, a oh, nice pillow. It. Yeah, uh, a nice heater. I, I get a hot room. I'm not a cold room sleeper. Can't oh, do that shit. For me, I'm, I'm cool. You're. Co- I have to have like the. I have to have a window. <laughs> the Billy D. Williams room. Yeah, exactly. I have to have the fan on. Really. Let's the ceiling fan, and I have to have a, a window open. Crack the window too, huh? I, I, I like I like fresh circulating air. You don't think the ghosts get in that way? The what? The window open. The ghost. Open. <laughs> the look you gave me. The what? <laughs> you don't think like you know that's how they get in. That's that when you leave the window open. Yeah, that's in the spirits. That's the thing too. Like I have, I have, uh, I love horror movies. Yeah, yeah. I'm just not afraid of any of any one of those people. The only person I'm actually like, if uh, like the only person that was like, if he was chasing me, yeah, yeah. would be Michael Myers. Michael Myers is the one, huh? He's fu- he's fucking crazy. <laughs> Terrifying. Yeah. I, uh, but like the Exorcist and stuff like that, that yeah. like that girl, I didn't find. I, okay, Exorcist is one of my favorite movies of all time, mm-hmm. and uh, 
but I didn't. I don't find it scary at all. Yeah, I, I'll. This is maybe you're the same as me in, in this sense that when there is a like the Exorcist is mm-hmm. like a like a paranormal entity. Yeah, not scary. Dude with a machete with mental problems, yeah. like like Michael Myers. Yeah, scary. That's because that's like you know like there's someone that could like technically po- possibly exist, right? There are people out there do it all the time. Oh yeah. So like, but Exorcist is like you know like I can see myself like. Like just because the you know I, I just be a total asshole doing it, but like uh, if she's like, ah, your your mother sucks, whatever, right? And she's like, ah, fuck you. I'll be like, nah, you know what? Fuck you. No, no, no. Like, what are you gonna fuck do? Fuck you. Yeah, I, I punch her in the face. I'm like, what are you gonna do? I'm convinced that like, and here's the thing. I know my limits. As a guy who understands physical competition and combat, mm-hmm. I understand there are guys out there who can kick the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. There are bigger guys out there. Yeah. The, the dude, the mountain from the Game of Thrones. The oh, man's yeah, a fucking that, giant. That guy's a. If he gets his hands on you, mm-hmm. he's gonna he's gonna mangle you. Do you remember? Do you remember? Uh, just uh, s- s- sidetracking here. Do you remember uh, John Tran? John Tran, I do not remember. Do you watch Ellers? He's okay. I've known this guy like. Oh no, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, I've, yeah, known, yeah. I've known him since like uh, like since like kindergarten. Yep. And uh, uh, and then I finally ran out because and he knew he knows the, all the boys and that stuff like that because he went uh he went to Ellersley, and uh, he's a beefy kid. No, he was a tiny little kid. Is that who? He is? Oh, I'm thinking of somebody else. Yeah, entirely. and um, so like he, uh, and the, the, he never lost his Chinese accent, no matter how long he's lived here. And I remember I saw him. Like I was like looking for. I found him on Facebook, and like, his, you know his Facebook profile picture was. Hmm. He's 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 next. To, he's he's standing next to that guy. Really? Yeah. So he's he's met him. He's met him. He's next to him. Yeah. So uh, then you know like the height difference. It's incredible. It's huge. He looks he looks like a like a midget. Yeah, he looks. Like yeah. A great word that we're not allowed to use anymore. But you go ahead. Um, I'm, no, I'm using that word. It's an excellent word. Yeah. Midget. They just sound tougher. Yeah. To me, that sounds they like do, somebody but, who could rough yeah, you up. Bill was right. Bill was right. He's like, yeah, it sounds tough. He's like, I'm not, was I'm that a Bill Burr thing? Yeah. He's, yeah. He oh, said it. I thought it was a handsome dancer that one yeah, time. Yeah. He, he said like, um, oh, they're, they're, they prefer to call it be little people. I'm like, yeah. no, that means like they're 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 deficient. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're a little person. Yeah. Whereas midget sounds like that that midget's gonna beat you up. Yeah. Like that midget. Like, I'm like, yeah, I don't want that guy. Day. I don't want that guy on me. Like he's he's in a tear my testicles. I don't know, it just doesn't sound derogatory in my head. It I don't sounds, think so. It sounds rough and tumble. I have, you know, I have nothing but respect for them, but like, uh, you they got a hard road, man. Yeah. And like, it's, but if a midget, yeah, if a midget who was tough, yeah, told me he didn't want to be called a midget, I wouldn't call him a midget. I wouldn't call him exactly yeah. because I assume he's tough. I mean, it's all that muscle density into a smaller frame. They're they're way tougher than they think, than people think. Yeah. Anyway, um, that idea behind it is that like he's a big dude who could who could mangle you. Yeah. Because he's got that weird like unlimited strength, right? It's it's more than I can muster. Yeah, he could probably. Yeah, he he could, he could probably grab your arms and tear you apart. Yeah, he could probably like grab your throat and like and just completely like just uh, end your life. End your life. Like, just like, end your it, life. Like squish it and like your your head would pop off. Like he did in the show. Did he do he that gave, in the show? He did it to, to a guy in the show. Yeah, he did it to a dude. See, I I, did, I haven't even watched the show. <laughs> he he literally does that to a guy. <laughs> you know what? The show was great up until like the last couple seasons, and even then it was like the show didn't live up to the standards of itself yeah. but it was still one of the better things on TV I'll, from what I heard no show that goes on for like eight seasons is good for eight seasons Seinfeld except for Seinfeld <laughs> Kirby yeah. Enthusiasm and Kirby Enthusiasm yeah but I guess like those uh, those big action shows yeah they're hard to really like I keep guess, going from what I heard after season four everything after that was like uh, was not as good yeah it, it kind of it, there, there's a that's moment the, that's, all he, I, that's what I've read yeah, I would say even like after what the scene I'm talking about, mm-hmm. it kind of goes downhill. Yeah, but the the moment that he does that to a guy in the show, mm-hmm. he very literally puts his hands on a guy's head and just like a grapefruit, just does that motherfucker in. Oh man, yeah. it's incredible. Yeah, the uh, 
Did you ever watch that show, Barry? Hold on, but what I'm getting at yeah. is that, like, I think I could probably punch a ghost. Like, I think I could muster up enough chi force to, like, you know, Haruken or, like, really, like, get in there and I could punch a ghost. I could get my powers up to punch a ghost. But you can't do that to the mountain. If he's wearing a Michael Myers mask yeah. and he's lost his marbles and he's chasing you down the street and you have a finite distance you can go or in a house, like Splatterhouse, some shit like that, yeah, he's probably going to kill you. Yeah, and the thing is, you can't do anything about it unless you have uh, a gun. Like a big gun. You need a big gun. Like you need like a thirty-eight at least. Well, something that's going to stop an elephant. Yeah, yeah, you need something with stopping power. Yeah, so like, a twenty-two ain't going to stop that guy. No, a twenty-two is going to give him like is going to irritate him. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. not going to be pleased. Yeah, bottom line, like might bounce off him, but yep. like uh, yeah, the um, yeah, Michael Myers is like what well, like uh, him and. Uh, um, what else used to scare me when I was a kid? And it, the Xenomorphs. Is it who? The Xenomorphs. Oh, the Z- yeah, the Xenomorphs. Those are it. Yeah, those are it. Again, it's something that has got like a physical ability to kill you. Yeah. They, it's not based on a supernatural power. No, they, they're just one mind. They're just single-minded. Mm-hmm. And they're, it, they're just about like, I just want to kill and destroy. That's it. You could possibly reason with the Predator. Like, even if you don't carry a gun, he's like, no gun won't kill. Yeah, because right? yeah, he has a sense of honor, right? Exactly. doesn't care. He preferred if you had nothing. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, or man. if you had a he probably whatever you have, he'll take it from you and kill you with and it. And then kill you with it. Yeah. Uh Barry. Yeah. You have you watched it now? I love Barry. It's an incredible show. It's, a, it's hilarious. It is I when the first season was on, I missed it entirely. Mm-hmm. And then I grabbed Yeah, so did uh, I. Yeah. yeah, so I grabbed Crave and then the second season just ended. I think it was like the second or second last episode was airing mm-hmm. as I got Crave. Yeah. So I'm like, now's the time, man. And I was hooked. I think I watched it straight through in like four days. No, it's, that show's so funny. <laughs> it's great. I love Bill Hader. He's so hilarious. Bill Hader is terrific, but Henry Winkler Henry is Winkler's so awesome. good in yeah. that show. Yeah. It's no wonder he got the award, right? Yeah. He's terrific. Oh, yeah. Did you uh, um, did you see that? Uh, I was going to show it to you. Uh, do you remember uh, when Bill Hader went on uh, Conan uh, and he was imitating Arnold Schwarzenegger? Oh, the one they're doing the deep fakes with? Uh, yeah, and they were doing when you talk about like when he was a the all the, the as a PA baby. for collateral, right? No, no, this yeah, yeah, when he was PA yeah, for yeah. collateral, yeah, and he's a baby when he's at a, as a baby. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> it's uh, there's a great YouTube bit of that when they morph his face into Arnold. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that yeah, that's the one I saw before I came here, and I I've seen it so many times. But at the same time, it was like I was watching it. Uh, you see Conan's reaction. He's like, he goes, "This is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life." Oh, Bill Hader, my I I I think even now maybe. Like, overall, because, like, your parents don't know who he is, right? Mm-hmm. He might still, he could still probably consider him one of the most underrated comedians on TV, like, funny people on TV. Um, yeah, I, I, could, see the, I could see the argument for that. Would you like um, one of those? Oh, yeah. Um, is that, uh, I don't, I think he gets the credit he deserves. I, I think he does. I think he gets it from us. Like, from people like us. But even, like, when, uh, when people are around him, mm-hmm. or like, especially when he goes on top, everyone's like, uh. Do this impression. Do this, yeah, yeah. do that, right? So I think he's more appreciated by his fans. But, oh, no, uh, no, for sure. Yeah. For sure. But like, I, I just kind of feel like this is a guy who should be a household name, but he isn't. That's that's the beauty of him, I think. Yeah, maybe it is, right? Yeah. I, that's good that we have someone who's like... Uh, he's like the tragically hip of funny people. Yeah. Like or he's, he's like the live action movie of Akira. Like, I don't want to see it. I, yeah. I, I like my version. I like what we've got, and I yeah. don't want him to get too big. I know. Hey, he's really good. Yeah. 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 yeah I said, uh, oh, I, I was going to tell you... Uh, I found out that my, uh, um, I'm not taking full advantage of my my new TV. Oh, really? Yeah, I went online and I was there like, yeah, here, here's a first world story. I know, man. <laughs> first world story. Um, so I went online. I was watching. 
was watching Top Gun in 4K. I'm like, yeah, it looks really good. Mm-hmm. And uh, then then uh, people were, I was doing some research and people were saying like, uh, um, you know, good. Like we were talking about, there's like 4K Blu-ray players to make sure that you get the the optimal picture and, and sound. Yeah, rather than like a gaming unit or whatnot. Yeah. So yeah. they said like, this, so I had this thing on C on CNET, and I checked the same thing with like other like uh, like tech websites like TechRadar and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they said they rated all these uh, the, the 4K Blu-ray players, and the Xbox and the X the Xbox One X and the Xbox One S mm-hmm. they were near the bottom. Yeah, they're they're not great Blu-ray. They're they're, they're a great multi-purpose device. Yeah, they're the Swiss ser- Army knife. Yeah, they're they're serviceable. Yeah, but like uh, it will play them. But then I was like, I looked at it and I was like, oh, I'm like I'm not getting the full advantage of like uh, of watching this. Right, I want to see yeah. exactly what it would be like. So, um, well, I mean, as an example, uh, what we have on the desk right now. The Star Wars trilogy, yes, original trilogy, mm-hmm. VHS. Beautiful, by the way. Beautiful, uh, yeah. no, thank you very much. Beautiful, uh, beautiful. Yeah, un unwatched, virgin. Yeah, they haven't been opened. You could the ha- seal is still. Yeah, ends. you can have the rise of. You can have the Skywalker saga. Yeah, I'd rather have this. I I exactly. Yeah. This is this has been my white whale. Yeah. Um, but if I do this, so I've got a VCR that is a uh, like a like a one head, mm-hmm. like a two head top mm-hmm. up, like from 1983. Yeah, I could put this in there and watch it. Mm-hmm. It's gonna look like shit. Yeah, it's not the same as watching it on a forehead hi-fi. Yeah, it's just there are there are certain things that you need, and that's the kind of VCR that you're gonna have probably in those like two-in-one players, like a DVD. Oh yeah, blue uh, DVD VCR combo. Yeah, right? and those just they were all right, mm-hmm. but they just didn't have the technology in them. No, that's true. And the same goes today for Blu-ray players. Oh yeah, like I, I would I would get one just just for just for the Blu-ray. Yeah, just for the 4K play like playability. I wouldn't. You'd never go go on Netflix with it and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But like. Yeah, it was uh when I read that I was like, uh I'm like This hurts my balls. I'm like, okay, that's that's gonna be a future purchase just down the lo- down the line though. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean I got my tax return, but I was like, nah, yeah. like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sit on this. <laughs> we're in that uh we're in that uh COVID coronavirus times. This feels like a frivolous expense. Yeah. Everything feels like a frivolous frivolous expense right now. I think I think I think everyone's gonna realize that. Like everyone re- does realize it. Like, you know, like uh I was talking to you uh, a couple of couple of my friends uh, the other day, and we're like, uh, um, and these are successful people, mm-hmm. but they're like, uh, they're are like, they classy? Well, they're like they have like really good jobs. Like, like, <laughs> are they classy Gatsby types? Well, like yeah, there's like you know like guys who are dentists and like engineers yeah. and stuff, and they're and they're like yeah, they're like they're like there's no point in like spending money on all this stuff. He's like, uh, no nah, man. He's like he goes, you know, don't, don't I'm not gonna buy anything. Uh, no, we live in too weird of a time to feel good about buying things right now. No, it's like like I won't be able to enjoy it. I'll yeah. have buyer's remorse, and then yeah, like, exactly. Uh, yeah, so like you you buy what you need, and by this, I think at this point in time, you should have everything that you want. Dude, I mean, I think we're in the we're in the time in our lives and in the world when things just we realize how little things that mean. you buy mean. Yeah, yeah. they they ma- they don't matter. They don't matter at all. No, I mean there are just there are things you might get because you've been looking for them for a while. Mm-hmm. But like as far as like a new phone, a new device, a new TV, a new a new car, whatever it goes. Yeah, like everything just it's all right. Oh yeah, like it's mine works. Oh yeah, everything I have works. Oh yeah, I'm I gonna use these things. Yeah, like I wonder like that's the thing I want to like. I want to beat the shit out of my phone. I want yeah. to. I want to actually. I want to kill this phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, when I send it back to get it repaired, I'm like, no, I don't want. I don't want to repair. I'm like, I. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want anything back from you guys. I want a gift card back. Yeah. I just want to get a cheap phone. Yep. And just one that works. Somebody's get and then use that. They'll probably give me. They're, they're gonna give me a gift card for like whatever this phone was worth, mm-hmm. brand new. And then just uh, yeah, like just yes. And you're good to go. Well, that's what this thing was. Like I, I needed something. Yeah. Because mine's yeah. gonna go into shit. My battery doesn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. So instead of blowing out and getting like a, you know, three, four hundred dollar phone, I went on eBay. I grabbed me an open box Palm phone. 
The thing is tiny, fits my hand, fits mm-hmm. my pocket. I barely look at the screen. Yeah. I, I hear notifications and I look at my phone. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And I feel great about it. Yeah, I think I think if I had to, if I had to buy a phone right now, uh, I'd probably just get like a like if I if, let's say I have to get like a like somewhat of a, of a newer phone. Yeah, I might get a OnePlus. Yeah, they're not like bad. A set, like a seven, like a seven Pro or something. They're not terrible. Yeah, I'd probably yeah. Get one I mean, like that. they're cheaper yeah. and they're highly capable. Oh yeah, and they have they have somewhat flagship specs, so like that's good. That's good enough for me. Honestly, these days when you look at the um like to move into the tech stuff now, if you look at these days what uh, Google's gonna be doing with the four A, mm-hmm. the Pixel four A, and possibly the five, mm-hmm. they're not gonna be putting a Snapdragon eight hundred seventy or eight whatever it is sixty five now. LG's not seventy five. LG's not gonna do the same, not gonna do that either. Yeah, their their new G series yeah. is gonna be like a seven series. The yeah the, Snapdragon. Uh, the the velvet that's what they're calling yeah, it. Yeah, the velvet. And I think the chocolate that's coming back too, huh? I think it might. The velvet is like they showed the, they showed off the designs of it. Mm-hmm. It looks it's a beautiful looking phone. It's lovely, man. Yeah, it's got pretty colors. Mm-hmm. I think the back is plastic. I don't think it's glass either. I yeah, that I don't know. Um, you, yeah, you're probably right. Or like a polycarb. Yeah, and uh, it's um, uh, it's still I think it's still five G enabled. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think it is. I think yeah. that's the the beauty of that seven series Snapdragon. Yeah, yeah, it's got the and it's got the seven seven sixty five whatever it is. Or it's a cheaper processor. Mm-hmm. It does like the the thing about the phone is most people today. They don't need the newest processor no. on a phone. They're not going to be doing what I was doing with the other one, yeah. where I was using it for work literally as a workstation. Mm-hmm. Yet you're not going to do that. No. All you're going to be doing is taking pictures of your food, pictures of your kids, mm-hmm. some 60 FPS video, yeah. probably at 1080, because mm-hmm. you, you don't know how to change the settings in your camera. Yep. And that's it. That's mm-hmm. all you're going to be doing with it. And you're going to think you've got the greatest phone out there, mm-hmm. and you don't need the newest specs, because you don't need them. No, you don't. Yeah, that's right. Uh, wireless yeah. charging, too, man. Like, I mean, I think wireless charging is kind of silly. Wireless charging is, uh, um, it's, it's cool when you have it. It's, it's, it's cool. Like it's, it's good to like, you know, for, I, I think it's good to have for like, just put them in your house. Mm-hmm. So when people come over and they have to, they have to like, they have to charge their phones. Like, yeah. yeah, I just throw it on that thing. Put it on the pad. That's that. I think that's what it's for me. That's what it's for. For me, I'd rather yeah. just, I'd rather just plug in my phone and, uh, uh, let's say I'm watching something during the evening or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. I want to charge it. Well, cause I can't like, cause my phone has no uh, headphone jack. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so I'm like, I can just plug it in and then just ch- charge it, and then after after a while, just uh, you can leave it charged overnight. Like like I said, I'm gonna beat the shit. Out. I'm gonna kill. You're this gonna phone. beat the shit out of anyway. Yeah. To so. me, like those like wireless charging is not nearly as important as fast charging. I want to be able to plug it in and get you know 50 percent battery life in half an hour of charging. Mm-hmm. I want that. But to me, the wireless charging thing is like a, it's like a like a like a, like a really pretty hooker. I'm not gonna kick her out of bed. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna invite her over and give her money either. Yeah. You know, I mean, if she shows up, knocks my door. Says that backside attack sent me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Come on in, dolphins. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I need a me- medical report. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. but at the same time, I'm not calling an 800 number to be like, send me over a blonde with normal sized titties. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing that, right? Yeah, I think for for wireless charger, I think like I think it has to have. Um, I think if you're gonna get one, and you wear a smartwatch, mm-hmm. like. And I, I'm saying this because well, that's that's purpose. That's there's it, a purpose. Because it. it'll charge two at the same time. So which there is, you go. which is great. I think yeah. that because I like I have one of those. Yeah. That that works out for me. Like, that's why it works out for me, right? Mm-hmm. But just for regular ones, if you have if you get a free one, like I got, like I got whatever, I'm not going to use that. Gonna, yeah, they're free. I'm just going to put exactly. it in my living room. So when people say like, "Hey, Reggie, do you have a got a charger? Got a charger?" I'm like, you know what? Is your is it wireless charging? Yeah. There's a pad here. Put so it on that pad. Yeah. It's fast. I'm cool like that. Yeah. So that, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's I, a good one. I, I, I would I would never use it. I don't. I, I barely use mine. Yeah, that's just it, right? I mean, I I don't use 
I don't have one, so I don't miss it. Mm-hmm. Like if it was there, maybe I'd start using it, and I would like be like, "Well, this is kind of nice to have." Yeah. But it's like uh, there are there are things I'd rather have in that thing. I'd rather have a headphone jack because I like to listen to music. Mm-hmm. I would rather have the fast charging because I want it to be fast. I yeah. want to be able to go somewhere, plug it in, and be like, "Yeah, hey, I need my battery charged right oh, now." Oh yeah, I'd rather have uh, um, uh, I, eighteen. I, I would ra- eighteen watt fast charge. The thing is, I would, man, like first world problems. When you're when you're, when you're, when you're sitting down. Mm-hmm. Wired wired headphones are better, yeah, yeah. but when you're walking around, wireless is just the way to go. Yeah, well, yeah. here's here's the deal. Here's the deal yeah. with that 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 backtracking that I'm gonna do on cool shit. You're absolutely right. Mm. I uh, I've got a toque. My aunt got me because you know we're in Canada and they're in Dallas. Mm-hmm. So she thought, what well, can I get this guy for Christmas? It's gonna make sense. So she sent me a toque. The uh, the headphones built in. And there's nothing cooler than that toque, man. It's like when I'm out like shoveling snow in the wintertime or I'm just walking around. I want to like listen to music but still be walking around. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it, it, there's no there's no competition. Oh, yeah. I grab that, I put it on, I Bluetooth the whole thing up and I'm walking around with my, my toque on mm-hmm. with no wires get caught in my shovel. <laughs> I mean, again, those are those are those weird ass problems you've got when you're like, well, first worldy but at the same time, there's a purpose mm-hmm. to, to that. But yeah, it is. It is nice to have wireless. In oh some yeah, cases. it's uh yeah. Because when you're when you're walking around or, uh, um, even at work, if you're you're getting up from your desk and going somewhere, I'm like, I I just love to have like just wireless headphones. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, for me, um, I I haven't got them, so I don't know what it's like because I've never really used wireless headphones outside of the toque. But uh, training, I could see them being like on a run or whatnot, just being phenomenal. They are. Um, the thing is, is that. Uh, you have to have ones that work really well mm-hmm. and sound good. Because uh, like, a lot of Bluetooth headphones don't have the APTX uh, codec. But is that, that really important when you're like just training? If you just want something to motivate you, just like those tunes in your head. Doesn't work, work, yeah, working out different questions. Yeah, different questions. Yeah, right? but like uh, if you're if you have like a uh, like cans. Yeah. Like these, like you have to. You want to make sure that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I heard that here. Yeah, you want to make sure that you uh um, uh that it has the the proper codecs. Exactly. If it doesn't, if it's Bluetooth 4.0 or something like that, mm-hmm. you're like you know what? If that doesn't mean anything to you, that's fine. But at the same time, it's like. Uh, if you're buying a good pair of headphones, it has to have all the codecs, Bluetooth 5.0, and uh, you want to make sure that to your because uh, he- Bluetooth headphones, good quality ones, they're like 500 bucks. But again, there, though, yeah. like who is going to okay? When you think about the people who are going to buy those mm-hmm. and care about everything you just said, not to you because you're an audiophile, mm-hmm. but for the majority of the people out there, they're not going to care. I think the majority of people are just not going to get those headphones. They're not going to get them. Yeah. So they're, that's what I mean. They're not going to yeah. care. They're going to buy something. It's like, what is that? A Bluetooth? How much it costs? Hundred bucks? Cool. Mine. Oh yeah. I'm going to buy those. You should. Yeah. You Fifty should, bucks. I'll buy them. You should see me at uh, at Best Buy when people are like looking at headphones. I'm like, they're like looking. I'm like, oh, which one should I get? The, the Beats of it. I'm like, I'm like, excuse me, are you looking for headphones? I intervene. Do you? Yeah. You I get right in there. I get right in there. You don't need those. You don't to need care those. about sound? Yeah. And, it's, and like, I'm wearing though. I'm like, cause I, usually, I have my Sony's everywhere where I go, right? Yeah, yeah. And then I, I'm just wearing them. And she's, I was like, oh, what would you recommend? And I was like, uh, I'm like, well, what's your budget? Mm-hmm. And so they're like, uh, oh, I, is this? I'm like, hey, you know what? I have these. These are phenomenal. So I actually let them try it on and listen to them. Mm-hmm. And the lady's, lady's like, whoa. <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> it's a religious experience. Yeah. She's like, whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm like, yeah, you could, you could find, you could tune everything and stuff like that. And she's like, oh, she's like, oh, my God, this is crazy. So they, yeah, one time they actually, one person actually bought a pair. I could see that. Yeah. I mean, if you've got somebody, and now I, I would be suspicious because that's how I am. Mm-hmm. I, I'd imagine you were a plant. Like that guy's a Sony plant. Yeah, that guy's is a he's a what do they call him? He's a bad actor. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, in my head, I'd be a little here. suspicious. <laughs> oh, I don't even work here. 
I'm just <laughs> I'm just stocking shelves with pencil behind my ear. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I'm the zit face guy from Zip Simpson. The zit face guy. <laughs> but uh, there is something about like I was I do the same thing when I'm looking for cameras and shit. Well, I've got something in my mind that I want to go buy and I go to Best Buy or wherever. And somebody else is looking for similar gear. Mm-hmm. I always kind of like have this thing where I'll bring them in. If I'm talking to one of the Best Buy guys, mm-hmm. like I know what I want. And I'm just talking to this guy about it. We're, we're just, we're rapping. Mm-hmm. We're just, you know, we're, we're riffing you're on ki- each other. You're kicking it. We're kicking it with each other. Mm-hmm. I'll try to, I'll try to include whoever's trying to listen in. Cause you know, maybe he'll tell him something that I don't know. Yeah. Maybe the Best Buy guy will tell the other dude something that I haven't thought about. Mm-hmm. And then if I, maybe, or maybe I'll say something to him that this, this guy needs to know that the Best Buy guy hasn't thought about. Right. Oh yeah. So I try to include them in there, but I'm always a little suspicious also. Yeah, I, I I just like to go in like like if, I don't want to be predated. If you're gonna be spending yeah, <laughs> if you're gonna be spending money on something, you should go you you should know as much as you can about yeah. it. And then when you go in, you know that no one's gonna be able to bullshit you. Research is key. Yeah, you've got buy to buy a car, yeah. buy anything, so, and buying yeah. anything. Research is key. You've got to know what you're talking about. Yeah. The last thing you want to do is walk in there blind and and just get rubed. Yeah, have somebody just yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be a mark. Yeah. He's gonna see you coming you're gonna be a, a mile tr- away. You're gonna be a trick ass mark. A trick ass <laughs> look at this trick ass mark. <laughs> Watch me fleece this bitch. <laughs> like, oh, really? All right. Uh, here we go. Okay, well, plowing ahead. Oh, well, I mean, really, we're not plowing, plowing ahead. We just have uh, rando things here that are, uh, are written oh. America's burning. America's on fire. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, that was a big one I wrote down because that's the, uh, uh, we're, we're in what, like basically day four of, of America being on fire because, you know, cops can't seem to get their shit together and not kill minorities in the streets. When they're being told that they're in trouble, yeah, that's, that's they're in, they're in distress and the cops just don't give a shit. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I've. It's rare that um, it doesn't happen very often um, that I get like genuinely sad. Uh, you mean I, about like the state of the world? Yeah, like you know when you hear something that you're like, ah, oh, whatever, like uh, um, that's unfortunate. This mm-hmm. person died, or um, celebrity died, or something like that that really. You know, I don't R.I.P. for anybody. No, it's 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 hard. Like um, like the certain musicians that meant a lot to you, you're like, you know, what? I'm I'm sad because you know, uh, they they were such a their music was an influence on my life, and I Prince. Guess, I'm not gonna see anymore. Yeah, Prince, David Bowie. Yeah, but it's big. It's yeah. gotta be a big one. Yeah, and so yeah, so I you just you feel sadness, mm-hmm. and um, but this is like, um, like I I can't, um, the the thing that made me sad was uh, like I can't watch the video. It um it. That's not easy to watch. No, it's I watched it once and I just I just couldn't uh I couldn't I couldn't watch it again. I saw I saw I saw the beginning of it the mm-hmm. other day and I just turned it off and I was like I can't watch it. It just makes me too sad. And then um, uh, what made me even more sad is that uh, um, the the sister and the brother of that of uh of uh, George Floyd George Floyd, is that um even Stephen Jackson from NBA, all these guys, no one's uh nobody's in tears anymore. When yeah, these, no. When, it's, these, when these things happen, it's normalizing. Yeah, and it's like which is a school shooting. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, and that that's that's kind of what makes me sad. Yeah. It's like, uh, um, it seems like police officers like him have set the trend. Mm-hmm. Like this is what we're gonna do no matter what, and like we're gonna act this way towards like uh, minorities, uh, especially black people, and uh, um, and the, we, this that that's the standard we're gonna set. You know, yeah. I don't I don't care if he's a threat or not. I'm gonna like put my knee in. His, we can in do what throat. we want. Yeah, so they, they that's fine. They, the, no, no, that's not fine. Like they're they're just that's they've set their precedent. Yeah, that's the way they're gonna act. That they're never. That, that, but uh, on the flip side of that, like now it's like um, the parents, the communities of the, and that, that these people belong to, uh, they're they're cried out. 
No, oh, yeah. And uh, it's just, uh, I think you're seeing the tide turning in their favor. Where it's like, um, with the protests, you mean? I think the they, protests can't stop. Yeah, and I think the the change has to come now. It's like, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's cause like, like, like back in the '60s and stuff like that in Detroit, that stuff like, that was happening, and certain things did, certain good things did come out of that. Um, but uh, like during the era of the civil rights movement. Yeah. So the, like, the birth of the civil rights movement. Yeah. So like there was a like in the sixties there like something good came out of it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, racism was never going to die in the United States, but like uh, like there was affirmative action that came out of that. There was a like there was some good things, but like but racism never never went away. It's like no. uh, like the COVID nineteen response. Like uh, minorities are always going to be treated differently. Everything is uh, they just dealt a bad hand, and I think um uh, uh yeah I just I just feel bad that you can't. Uh, express your true sorrow uh, when when you lose uh, someone who's that close to you mm-hmm. and the community because he was big in his community too. He called for like less guns on the street. Yeah, he was not like I mean Trump likes to tweet out the whole idea of like thugs and this and that. This dude was just a normal guy. Yeah, he was just like a normal guy who just got like just wrong place, wrong time, man. Yeah, and I, I don't, uh, um, and like and it's yeah, it's it's like the like. like Sadly, it was him. Like, even if it was a white guy um, who died because of that, uh, Hispanic, Chinese, uh, Asian, like uh, mm-hmm. Indian, uh, like that's it. Still, would have been as tragic. Um, but uh, the fact that um, I'm kind of happy in a sense that these people are just so strong. And yeah, that, I mean, the communities are are resilient as fuck. Yeah, and they're the protests are super important. Like, they that's why I say they can't stop. Like, they got to keep protesting. I know it's gonna be a hard road to to go up there and wave a wave a sign that says you know I can't breathe to try to like drive it home, but I feel like it has to be perpetual and then it can't stop. Yeah, it's um and the thing is that uh, there's like store owners who were like who got their stores got kind of destroyed, mm-hmm. and they interviewed them. And they said we're standing with these people. Yeah, I mean at the same time there's so much weirdness going on too. Like uh, I mean we can get in all the conspiracy theories and shit, but like the the provocateurs like we talked about earlier, there's these guys out there who might just be fucking walking around smashing windows like a supposed cop. Mm-hmm. Who was walking around smashing windows, trying to like break windows to yeah. incite looting? Yeah, it's like looting. a fucking pile of bricks just showed up in downtown Atlanta. I think mm-hmm. it was like a neatly stacked pile of bricks just showed up. Give me a break. Give me a break. Like what the fuck, right? I know. Here's here's my take on it. We we actually, always actually, oh, sorry ahead. sorry just to just to go a little bit further. Um, is that uh uh I'm not sure if you saw it, but like there was a there was. There was pro- black protesters, mm-hmm. and uh, and the police were on one side, and in front of the black protesters were all these white people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, just to guard yeah, them. Yeah, staying in front of them? Staying in front of them, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's what they can do. Yeah. Because the truth is, like, that's the way they feel like they can do something. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, everybody kind of has this idea of, of, like, look at them, they're not going to get hurt, like, this is their privilege, they're not going to get roughed up because mm-hmm. they're white or whatever. And whenever a white guy gets taken down by a cop, it's almost like it's it's like that's the token white guy that they have to take down to make it look like we're getting them all. We're mm-hmm. not just getting black people. Yeah. We're getting white guys too. But it's there's a group of people out there who feel helpless in that they can't assist in any other way mm-hmm. but to be a human shield. Yeah. And I mean, there's it's something. They're doing they're trying something. Hey, like anything you do that that makes them feel more safe mm-hmm. or they, at least uh, show support so in however your way you can. Yeah, show support of like you know what we got your back. Um yeah, that's I, I think uh um everyone should be doing that. It's we a, uh, yeah. we talk a lot about things like like racism versus ignorance. 
in the idea that there are people out there who are just ignorant towards it. But then there's like this kind of thing, which is just such a blatant, gross act. Like this is real racism that you should be mad about. Yeah. Everybody should be mad about it because this isn't how the world's supposed to work. Mm-hmm. And it'll never go away. Racism won't die. No, it'll always it'll be racism. Ne- it'll never go away. White to black, black to white, Chinese to black, black to Chinese, brown to Chinese, brown to white, whatever you want. It's like you can just like drop that book of matches or yeah. that box of matches, mm-hmm. and anything could be anything, and it's gonna be racism in in some way or another. It will it'll just happen no matter what. Yeah, but yeah. It should gross good. you out. It should gross you out. Yeah. When it's not just somebody making a like you know like an offhanded remark, but it's actually causing, like it's like the, this is the 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 acceleration of that thought. This isn't just somebody who thinks like black people are gross Mm -hmm. and then dehumanizes the idea of black people. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the government kind of makes a system that makes it so that they can't live in your neighborhoods or your communities. And your your like racial intermingling doesn't normalize in your community. It's got two groups of people who just kind of distrust each other because one thinks the other one is there to keep them down. The other one thinks, well, we have to keep them down because they're not as smart or brighter Mm -hmm. or or, like, you know, civilized as we are. It's all bullshit. And all of that's got to stop. It'll never stop. But all of that needs to stop in one way or another. And you can look at, like, you can go back to, like, Tulsa. You can go back to, like, the LAPD and the KKK. Mm-hmm. You can go back to the Chinese guys building railroads in Canada. Yeah. It's like there's been, a, a like, a systematic dehumanization of minorities in North America. Oh, yeah. Yep. And it's just, like, that's where we're almost at. We're, I don't think we're at a tipping point. But we're definitely at, like, a hot water mark. Like the water's real hot right now because that's just where we're at, where, where you can just do whatever you want to do. And and it's not a big deal anymore. Well, the the the, the basic formula is that uh, that happens now, which is which is sad for both sides. Is that um, you know uh, someone gets ki- someone gets hurt or killed, mm-hmm. and then uh, then there's rioting. Yeah, and then people blame the people blame the people who are rioting because they're saying, oh, there's it's just wanton destruction. Yeah, and they're like, oh, this is how they deal with these problems. Mm-hmm. But then like uh, and then it just uh, it goes away. And nothing's nothing's nothing is. Uh, Nothing's achieved. Well, it's the same cycle. It's, that's all it is. And yeah. So there's uh, uh, my hope is that there's the, this is the chance for people to like you know what you know these people like these four fucking idiots who, like they have to get uh, they have to be they're they're gonna be charged for murder. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I feel like it's it's too little, too late. Like it's just gonna be it's not gonna oh, change. No, it's, it's been it's been too little, too late for years. For so long. Yeah. So, like I mean, it's like it's like nothing's gonna change. It's, it'll just happen again. Oh yeah. And then maybe they'll get charged. Maybe they won't. Maybe this is the one that's like, these guys got charged. Yeah, they killed a, they killed a guy. Let's charge them. Whatever. Charge oh, yeah, these yeah. guys, these, whatever, these, right? These guys should get raped and killed in jail. Yeah, and yeah. then again, like, whatever happens in a year from now, two, three years from now, another black guy gets killed in the street, everybody gets mad about it, and they'll be like, yeah, well, you arrested those guys. Aren't you happy we arrested and charged those guys? Like, this guy was, this cop, it was an accident. Whatever. And they'll just they'll just try to bury it with, uh, within the news cycle. Like, the next one is going to get, that's how I feel. Like, the next one is going to be, this is a, a tipping point. We're going to stop the tip. We're going to stop the falling over by arresting these guys. They go to jail, whatever. And the next one's going to happen, and then they're going to try to bury it within the news cycle. Well, I think the... The uh, outrage will, like, like, go away after a while. I think that the, 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 this is a... I think the reason why I think that if these instances are, are happen again, mm-hmm. um, and if they're caught on camera and, and for everyone to see... That's a huge one. That's that's going to be the... Uh, that's that's what's going to change everything. Yeah. So like, because this guy's like, it's plain to see this guy. He murdered him. It's not hard to see. No, I get so mad when I see this kind of shit too. Because I think about times and like you know, I'm not saying that we're better than uh, than these guys in that sense, but and we worked in physical altercation, uh, in a physical altercation job when we were working in bars and shit. We never killed anybody. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like there's a certain idea that you've got. Now, I know there's shitty bouncers out there. There's lots of shitty bouncers out there mm-hmm. who smack guys in the mouth for no good reason all the time. Yeah. But like when you look at the ones that are, are pretty good and pretty together, which are the ones I tried to like side myself with for the most part. Like I had a really good team. I was I was really blessed to have a great team. If you want to hashtag blessed, whatever the fuck you want to do. But I was really happy to have good guys around me. Mm-hmm. And I think to myself when I see guys in our industry or in policing or whatever, when they when they overreact or, or do this kind of shit, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like it's not difficult to de-escalate a situation. It really isn't. No, but the 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 um, the. You know, you're, you're totally yeah. right. Yeah, and when cops say things like, you don't know what it's like, I'm like, well, maybe you don't, because we had guys pull weapons on us, and we didn't have the benefit of having a badge. We didn't have the benefit of, you know, a firearm, yeah. or, you know, the idea of we are a higher form of, of security and that we're law enforcement, mm-hmm. because that, that's there as well. There is, there's a, a mentality people have when they deal with a bouncer compared to when they deal with a law enforcement officer, mm-hmm. when they deal with a cop. Yeah. You're going to be less likely to smack a cop in the mouth. You're gonna be probably ten times more likely to smack a bouncer in the mouth. No, the because like you, you smack the bouncer in the mouth, okay, that's uh that's you're you're kicked out and you're probably like your your chances of getting a beating just escalate. Escalates yeah. and you get to tell your friends you fought a bouncer. Exactly. So you know? or or you got your ass kicked by a bouncer. Got your ass kicked. Well, usually gonna be like twenty guys jump me exactly. when one guy smacked you in the mouth. Yeah. So yeah, I think you'll you'll lie to your to your friends about like how your how successful your night was. Exactly. But to me, I think about like all the times that we had situations that could have gone so fucking bad, like so bad. And we just didn't let it get there. You you don't scream at guys. You're not yelling. You're just professionally doing your shit. You're doing your job. Now, maybe we just got lucky. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Out of 20 years, maybe I was just lucky for 20 years. Yeah. I can I can give you up hundreds of incidents that went pretty rough. Mm-hmm. And maybe just hundreds of times we got lucky. Or is it likely that the reason we hear about these cops is because they just fucking suck at their job? Yeah. They're the bad ones. Yeah. Plain and simple. I mean, eight times, eight, nine times this guy had, like, violations mm-hmm. where he just fucked guys up for no good reason, where he's got, like, multiple complaints against him. Like, every time you hear about a cop in the street who kills a black guy or roughs up some chick or beats up some dude or says a racial slur, mm-hmm. there's always just, like, a, a rap sheet, essentially. Like, oh, yeah. what the hell, man? No, yeah. Who the, are you hiring? Yeah, no, the, the thing is, and there, there's, uh, um, like we said, like, you know, there's... Um, like not all police are like this. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like police officers like oh, there's, this. There's thousands and thousands you don't hear about. Oh yeah, because they're good at what they do. Yeah, and so like, uh, um, it it just it irritates me that there's no uh, there's no real uh, claim of responsibility when it comes no. to this kind of stuff. Well, because right? there's a system. There is like you know if I was like I like to think that if uh, um. Because like, when someone dies like that, you have to take that very, very seriously. Like, and it, like, it should humble you and just be like, yeah. if you're the chief and be like, I'm like, you know what? I hired him. You know, I take uh, my my responsibility responsibilities that I hired him and I allowed him to be on the force. You allowed him to, that. yeah. I'd be like, you know, my response my responsibility lies in that I allowed him to be on the force for too long. Mm-hmm. And then you can, uh, uh, so if you if you come out and say that, like, uh, that's a full hearted statement. That 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 sounds like you actually care. I'm like, I'm like, I should have gotten rid of this guy. Or well, like, the question should be, as a chief or a captain, whatever you are. Are you just that bad at your job mm-hmm. or were you allowing him to keep coming back and you knew he was bad at what he does? Oh, yeah. like you're, Are you shitty at your job or are you allowing him to be shitty at his job? Well, the, the, I guess it depends on like what your what your what, what is your persona? Like, how are you perceived in your community? Right. Mm-hmm. It's like if, the, if everyone says like, yeah, the chief of police. Yeah, he's awesome. Like and then you have this one shitty cop who did this whole thing. Right. Yeah. If he's like, if he's willing to take the if he's willing to take some blame of it and yeah. just say, you know what? I allowed him to like continue patrolling. And do all this stuff. He's like, he goes, he goes. If he gets come out and said, I'm not sure if he has or not. I'm, you know, I haven't followed the story that much. But like, if he says it's like, uh, and he doesn't, I'm not sure if he, ha- I'm not sure if he has to, but just says, 
you know what guy goes i kept him on the force this guy's been a pro- he, he has he's a problematic uh police officer he does not rep- represent the police station mm-hmm. but i i take responsibility for like for having him on the police station yeah and i um like even though he doesn't have to say it it's just like you know what i that's my responsibility yeah and yeah. i don't i don't think he i mean i don't know if he has it or hasn't yeah, but yeah, I, if i, I had to know. put money on it right now on the table i'd say he probably did probably yeah probably there's probably no I, responsibility being taken he, for he probably, this guy out there he probably and he, he doesn't have to well, he doesn't have to and, uh, and it's not easy within the cops too man i mean I, I know a lot of cops who are really good at what they do and they have people they work with who are just big old pieces of shit oh yeah like they there's so much like there's, there's there's some cheesy stuff i i like, I like to watch it's like sometimes cuz like Every time I go to the states, I just you can just you can feel the racism there. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. You can. I mean, it it's here too. It, it's here in big numbers as well. Yeah. But there's a different type of feeling in some parts of the states. I think it, like like, even, like how bad it is in the United States. Like when I come here, I'm like, my God, it's like it's like the racism. It's hilarious because yeah, it, it, it is comical. Yeah, here. It's comical. Like and so, but uh, there it's like uh, um, you just like uh, you you just feel like you're like holy shit. Imagine just living in fear all the time. Yeah. And like, but police officer, like police officer knocks on your door right today, or you're like, what? I'm like, oh shit, what happened? There, it's like, are they are they here to kill me? Yeah, and it's true. Yeah, the darker you are, if you're if you are black or you present black, yeah, there's a very high likelihood you're getting pulled over, or it's a life threatening interaction mm-hmm. all the time, all the time. And it's like when they get pulled over, and that, that's why like, and it doesn't help when you're like, you're like, why the fuck did you get? Why'd you pull me over? And then we look scared. Yeah, because you're just afraid of the police officer. What do you got to hide? Yeah, what do you got to hide? Yeah, why are you scared? And then what you, do you have to hide? And then they think you know they're like get out of the car. Like I don't have to. Then like uh, then you just get. They, they, they you get yanked around. out of your car. It's scary. It's like it's like it's hard to watch. Well, how about that dude who got shot while he was his wife was live streaming on yeah. Facebook? Like yeah. the guy did nothing. Nothing. And then there's that argument too. It's like, well, I thought he had a gun. Well, if you thought he had a gun, in most of these in, in, instances where you've got a cop who shoots somebody because he thinks he has a gun, mm-hmm. not he pulled a gun, not he showed you a gun, not that he may have had a gun in his hand. Yeah. You just thought he had a gun. Mm-hmm. Well, if it's an open carry state, then what's the fucking problem? Yeah. Because, like, that's America. Mm-hmm. You've got open carry states all over. Yeah, I'm saying that's the price you paid for, like, having all those guns that, you know, like, just loving the Second Amendment. I'm all for it. I mean, like, I'm not I'm not the kind of guy who shits all over the Second Amendment. I'm not, like, an anti-gun guy by any means. No, me neither. But yeah. uh, at the same time, it's like, they just, none of them seem to be able to handle their shit when it comes to that kind of stuff. Cops especially. And the thing, too, is, like, you can, they're, they're just, for some weird reason... Cops, like especially these white cops who are doing all these things, they're just like weirdly scared of black people. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it comes down to. Like there's this weird they're coming, they're coming kind of fear about it. Like you hear the argument about like racism got worse when Obama came in office. Mm-hmm. Well, it got worse because that was a response that you got from people who were scared that black people were going to take over America. Yeah, it's a fear of black planet. Mm-hmm. You escalated it and then you blamed it on like, well, black people are more they're more like riled up now because they got a black president. No, that's not it at all. No. They're the same, man. You got scared because now you're possibly edging towards the minority or the middle. You know, that's what it was. They got scared because there's going to be maybe we're suddenly the minority now. We're not in power anymore. Yeah. And they got more like oh, no, freaked the, uh, out. Yeah, riled fear. Up. Think, yeah. After like Obama got after Obama got, got elected, I think the I think it was I'm not sure how many years uh, into like his presidency, but that's when gun gun purchases went. They just skyrocketed. Well, no, gun gun purchases generally skyrocket during Democratic presidencies. Yeah, that, yeah that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Like, if it's a more conservative presidency, you're less likely to skyrocket gun sales because there's no fear of them yeah, taking guns Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like during, yeah, during Obama's administration, that's when guns, you saw gun sales go like... Yeah, that's like historically. Yeah. And, uh, um, yeah, I just don't... Uh, um, it's just weird, man. The I, whole I, thing I, is weird. I don't know. I just don't... Uh, and it, the problem it, is, there's like... 
like the majority of white people are just cool ass motherfuckers. I mean, just like normal human beings. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, the eyebrow raise, but it's the truth, man. Same thing. Majority of cops are okay, but it's always that that like the loudest and the worst. They overwhelm the argument. They overwhelm the responses. Well, I'll say this: like, yeah, majority of majority majority. I think majority of people in general are in good, general are are good people, but it's just that you. Uh, the, that small percentage just fucks it up for their, for everybody else. Absolutely. Yeah, like police officers. There's so many good police officers. Oh, that, that's why I keep yeah. I keep coming back to it. I've, I've known and worked with a lot of cops in my life, man. And it's always the good ones. You're like, why can't you all be like him? Mm-hmm. Why can't you shitty ones take from him? And bouncers too. Mm-hmm. And lawyers. I've worked with a lot of lawyers too. Yeah. And a lot of them is the same thing. You're like, oh, God. Sometimes you're, you're, you're dealing with one who's on your side and you're like, oh, this fucking idiot, really? Mm-hmm. I got to work with you. Yeah. And it's, that goes for everything. It goes for the guys I've worked with on the floor. That goes with guys I've worked with who are law enforcement. That's lawyers. That's like bar owners. That's everybody. Yeah. So it's like it's a mishmash of shitty. And that's just people. That's like patrons come into a bar. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you see them come in. You're like, oh, this fucking moron. Hey, Jimmy, how you doing? Yeah. Hey, how's my guy? And you got to be fake. How's my guy? Yeah. Go get in there, you piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I just everybody, man. Everybody. The thing is, too, is that you just, uh, I don't know. You just. My whole thing is that if you, if you, if you, if once you're in an altercation with someone, that means you're pretty. You're, like, if you're having an altercation with someone, whether it's a professional one or mm-hmm. like you're dealing with a, it's uh, like I've never been a police officer. I've never known what it's like to like detain someone yeah, or yeah. like you know make sure or de-escalate a situation. But the th- number one thing is that, uh, you want to make sure that you're you ha- you create you, you establish kind of a, l- a relationship first, no matter how big or how yeah. small. You're like, hey, buddy, what's going on? And like, did you know what's going? You know, like, what? You know why I stopped you? Yeah. And 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 just if you're calm and collected, people will st- people will tend to mirror your reactions. Absolutely, I think so. It calms people down. I used to say it all the time. You can make fun of Roadhouse as much as you want. Roadhouse is but lesson for life. It, there are some Zen Buddhist level phrases in that thing. Just well, be nice. Well, he has a he has, Ru- a, de- he has a degree in philosophy. Yeah, degree in philosophy. But number one is the truth. Like I mean, de-escalation and verbal judo, especially being polite. Like I used to tell my guys all the time that when you're ejecting somebody, when you're removing somebody, I don't care how bad the fight is. I don't care how rough it's going. Mm-hmm. Always be polite. Yeah. Because like well, the way I got trained is in the nineties. In the 90s, one of my, like I said, I've never really had a mentor, but the one guy who I'd consider, the person I learned the most from, always told me that there's a CBC camera over your shoulder watching your actions all the time. That was in the 90s, mm-hmm. before cell phone cameras. Mm-hmm. He's like, there's always going to be like a public camera or a, 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 whatever it is, a news camera watching what you do. Keep that in your head and act accordingly and you're not going to find yourself in trouble. Yeah. And there, it's weird, man. Like whenever, whenever we kick somebody out, in rough situations and we were polite about it, mm-hmm. walking guys out, the response you got coming back in the door was, I was like, what was that all about? Mm-hmm. And nobody's, like, everybody's a little bit more hands-off and polite with you. Oh, yeah. No matter how bad it was. No, because you know the thing is, is that there's, um, sorry to cut you off. The, no, um, no, that's fine. Um, we're all ranting here. <laughs> the thing is, is that uh, I think everyone wants to be treated, but they want to be treated like very, like, with dignity. Nicely, with dignity. Yep. So if you're nice to someone, be like, hey, how's it going? If you approach anything with a smile, I, I, I find in my experience, 100% of the time, well, most of the time, you're just like, you know what? Uh, um, that worked out great for both of us. Exactly. And if not, you're like, okay, you know what? Sorry. You can't, you can't say that I didn't try my best. Exactly. Yeah. I had a, uh, an interaction with a guy, and we were just talking about this the other day. There was, when we moved into this place like 20-something years ago, a few years later, a guy was walking his dog, and his dog shit on my lawn, and he walked away while I was outside. Yeah. And I was like, dude, come on. And he's like, what? I'm like, your dog just, your dog just pooped on my lawn. Mm-hmm. Can you do me a favor and pick that up? And now this guy 
I was kind of in the know that he was a certain, I'm not, I'm not going to get too much into it. He's a certain type of person. Like he had a certain profession. So I said to him, I'm like, you should know better. Cause like I knew, I knew somebody who knew him, their neighbor, like down the street, like you should know better. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, you should know better. Can you please pick up the poop in my lawn? Mm-hmm. And I didn't say it in like a, like a super aggro way, but yeah. I definitely made sure he knew that I needed him to pick that shit up. Yeah. I would have probably fucking hurled it at him. Mm-hmm. I was, I would have picked it up barehanded and rubbed it in his bald fucking head. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was really mad, but he picked it up and he walked away. He didn't apologize. Mm-hmm. And I st- he's still here. And I see him a lot. And I always try to be nice to him. Mm-hmm. Like I always say hello to him. When I see him walking down the street. He stops and he makes like a little bit of small talk. We're not best friends, mm-hmm. but you've got to at least like try to be like cordial. You got to be at least try to be nice. Yeah. Even oh, though yeah. you're pissed off, you got to try to be nice, man. No, because like, yeah, you like, if like I would, I don't understand why you would let someone you don't know who has no effect on your life uh, ruin your day. Ruin your day. I don't. I, I never got that. I mean, look, it might ruin your day, but it can't destroy you emotionally. You no. can't be grinding your teeth like for the next week over yeah. it. Like yeah, so like I'll just be like yeah, I just walk away. I'm like okay, that's like, I guess that's like I, I don't know what battles you're fighting, but I'm yeah. like I'm like I'm fine. So I know I just I just I I don't uh, that doesn't make sense to me anymore. Yeah, man. I I just uh, I can't I can't believe like I used to be, let that bother me, and now it's just like I'm like I don't it doesn't like affect me at all. So. Yeah. I mean, you found a way to like zen yourself, like get yourself in a, in a zen mindset to where I, like that's just it's not worth your time. Man. Yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm like I have other things to do. Like one guy said something to like a racist thing to like a, a superstore. I think I told you the story about and that, that mm-hmm. Indian, to that old Indian guy. Yep. And he was and he the, that guy was walking backwards and he was about to bump into me and he didn't realize it. Yeah. yeah. And then uh and then he turned around and then he saw me and I was like uh uh I said what did you say? To, I, I said what did you say? To, I heard everything, but I was like what did you say to him? And he's like, uh, I didn't say anything. I'm like, no, I'm like, no, I heard you. I'm like, I heard you. I said, uh, I said, I'm used to Indian as well. I'm like, say it to my face. Yeah, say it to me. And then uh, I said, I, he said, I didn't say anything. But you didn't say to him like, fucking say it to me now, man. I, I did say I, it to me, you yeah, motherfucker. I, I just want, I want to test how far you want to take yeah. this. So I just said, uh, I said, okay, fine. You have two options. You can say it to me right now, or you can leave the store before I beat the shit out of you. <laughs> well, you did take it to a place. I, I did, but I gave him the option. I was yeah. like, you know, I did because I, I, I said. Basically, I said you can either leave, and uh, I said you can either leave. I said, or I'm gonna beat the shit out of you in this in, right in this in this aisle right now. Yeah, because that I was like, uh, I'm like, you have that choice. But I said, to, I said very calmly, I said, mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, I just let him know that I wasn't fucking around. Caesar Milan, man. Yeah, calm, assertive behavior. Exactly. So yeah, yeah I, that calm, assertive behavior. Yeah, I didn't say. I'm like, I'm not gonna. Call, basically, I said I'm not gonna call management. I'm not gonna call anybody else. I'm like, I am gonna. I'll fucking send you to the floor, and you'll get dragged out of here. <laughs> I'm gonna jump your ass. Yeah, the only time I call management is to like is to clean up your mess for like <laughs> your brains from the fucking floor. Clean up on L six. Yeah. Yeah, human brains. Oh yeah. By the way, this oh this is the area with all the the, the floor cleansers and the mops. <laughs> <laughs> the floor cleansers and the mops. We'll, we'll, it just, was, we'll it, just take care of it. It was aisle one too. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, we just they'll take ten seconds to clean it up. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, oh, man. I I think it's a it's a matter of honestly. I like I feel like it's a matter of mental illness more than anything else. And I think that those are the ones that are slipping through the cracks in in all aspects of like the madness mm-hmm. or the uh, the America's burning kind of stuff. Yeah. It's it, actually you know what I was. Um, sorry, finish your thought. Go ahead. I know. I, I just think like a lot of it is that I think it started with a lot of people who were genuinely trying to keep, and you know, you hear the, the, the phrase, like they're trying to keep, keep us down. The man's trying to keep the black people down. And I think there absolutely 100% has been a history of that for sure. But now I think a lot of this weird shit, like the, like everything in like the cops in Ferguson with this kind of stuff, the weird, the, that weird dude who shot that shaver kid in the hallway, yeah. like the, the fucking five shots. Cause that guy is like his pants fell off. Yeah. Those are all just cases of we're letting a lot of weird ass like fucking issues slip through the cracks that should be getting vetted out and they're not. I mean, 
the, the craziest human being is the president of their fucking country right now. How did that slip through the cracks? That guy's not normal. No, <laughs> that guy is abnormal as fuck. Well, well, he's he's in, he's in the he's in the White House because uh, of their stupid political their their voting system. Their voting system. It's, it's, it's that electoral that electoral the electoral college. Yeah, that's man. The, that's the oh, only God. reason why he's in the, the in the White House. Well, I mean, I, I think that's why a Republican got elected, or anybody gets everybody gets elected. The electoral college has a has a point. It totally does. But I think it was it was a reaction. I think there was definitely a reaction. I think you got all those people out there who were terrified, who had uh, terrified mm-hmm. of a black president, yeah. terrified of a black planet, and they came out in numbers. Because, like I said, the numbers for uh, for Hillary weren't great, but the oh, numbers no. for Hil- Trump yeah, weren't they they weren't like incredible. They didn't they didn't his numbers didn't suddenly jump up. So we're like, wow, the voter turnout for the Republican Party was huge. No, the voter turnout for that friggin' Illuminati member was low. Yeah, is what happened. Oh yeah, like she. Uh- yeah, she fucked over Bernie like big time. Well, the, the DNC screwing over Bernie is oh, just, yeah, just, I mean, people weren't going to get on with her I, at all. I, I think the 2016 election was the worst election of all time. It's so gross. And like, you're like, who the fuck do we pick? Right? I mean, you either get the Illuminati or you get like the, the orangutan. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you get, what are you going to get? Oh, yeah. Are you going to get the guy with the, the spray tan and the weird hair and the... Yeah, the hydrocloxychloroquine. Okay. okay, like, okay. I've, I've, <laughs> that I've, guy? Yeah. <laughs> or a secret <laughs> meeting lady. Okay, I'll say this though. Okay, um, I've actually th- I've actually thought about this a lot. Um, who, do you think um, there would be more divide when it comes to like either like political or you know like because the, the, the that I mean that country is so divided now? Do you think it'd be less divided or or as divided or more divided if Hillary had won? Dip, dip, mono, it'd be the same. I mean, not as now. It'd be the same as it always was. It would be status quo. It would be no different than when when Bill was in office. I don't think there would be this kind of divide. Um, so it'd be less. It'd be less divide for sure. I think uh, people would be in the status quo, hundred percent. The only thing that's happening during the Trump presidency is we understand how insane people are. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all that's gone up. If he wins or if he loses, four years from now, it's going to go back to the status quo. Yeah, I think so too. There's um also I think. The one thing about the Trump presidency uh, that is enlightening, I'll say, uh, for lack of a better term, is that it exposed how corrupt the political system can be. Cronyism. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the way, even just now, with the way they're talking about this, mm-hmm. with uh, like, okay, so for example, when all those guys were in their khakis and their black shirts and their tiki torches, mm-hmm. marched because they were taking down a statue of an old racist. Yeah. All that shit happened. Oh, yeah. It, How it, long did it take for them to say that, like, we've got bad guys mm-hmm. you know, among these possible Klansmen? Mm-hmm. They, it took them, like, seven or eight days. Like, more than a week before they before they talked shit about any of those guys riding. Oh, yeah. They, 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 those guys are just waiting for the right time. Like, when's the right time for us to, like, come up and, like, tell, show everybody how much we hate? Yeah. When can we click our boots together? Yeah, we're like, oh, Donald Trump's in office? Now here's our chance. Time. But when, yeah. that, when that dude ran his car into the, uh, into oh, the lady fuck, and killed those yeah. people, or killed that one lady and hit mm-hmm. all those people... Took them forever. I mean, Trump took forever to be like, "There's bad guys out there," mm-hmm. but they're on both sides. But they're on both sides. Oh yeah. I mean, he didn't. Ju- he had to like qualify by saying there's bad guys on both sides, right? But this one, you've got all this crap goes down, and like the next day, he's like, "I won't let you shit on the memory of George Floyd." There's bad people, radical leftists. They're they're provocateurs, and they're making the looting. They're coming from state lines. They're crossing over. When really, what's the more likely scenario? Not that I'm a conspiracy theorist, but the more likely scenario is you've got provocateurs within your own government, within the state, oh, smashing yeah. windows mm-hmm. to rile up people who think they're going to loot. 
a fucking pile of bricks just randomly oh, showed yeah. up. Yeah, there's downtown Atlanta, buddy. Yeah, and I think it's true. I think people people know more about the government and the, the the political system now than ever before. Yeah, and so like, but cronyism is way huge. Oh yeah, it, it's the, big time. Yeah, like everyone like everyone knows about it. Everyone knows that he's trying to like use this to, to like uh, to, to cover this and yeah. stuff like that. So it goes back and forth, and you're like, you know what? Uh, um, there's that, if there was any ever any doubt at all. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. So like when you when you show up and you say all these things in front of the camera and stuff like that everyone knows that you're lying. Oh yeah, hundred like, yeah, percent. it's like you're like it's it's everything is so is so exposed now. Yeah. William it's, Barr talks. He's a liar. He's a liar. You're like yeah, McKenney yeah. talks. She's full of shit. Yeah. Exactly. Fucking Trump talks. You know he's full of yeah, shit. Yeah. So you just go up to like, why are you even talking? Yeah. Like I can't believe you have the guts to show your face in front of the camera. Well, it's it's insanity. It's not even guts. Like it's a it's a fucking dementia like no, it's, yeah, no, it's it, a no, weird it, state it's just of, the cogs turning that's yeah that's it's just all the it wheels turning i mean like look at the the shit that he said with the hydroxychloroquine right like they come up he's sitting there and they they talk about hydroxychloroquine the first thing out of his mouth is just he thinks to tell them i'm taking it i'm yeah. taking it i am taking it it's like no you're not you're lying yeah you're there's very 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 unlikely you're actually taking this you're what? just saying it because you want to promote this idea that you said it and it's safe and you're not dead yeah but there, but there's two there's two problems with that number one let's say he is taking it okay okay so let's say, let's say he is taking it okay what's the danger okay the danger is there's two, there's two dangers number one he uh he promotes up uh, like as much as i hate Donald, like as much as I, I don't like donald trump mm-hmm. uh you don't want to see the guy die you don't want to see anybody die. Well, I mean, you don't want to see any any harm come to him. No, yeah, because like you know, like that's you know, people are. It's a, he's beings. a human being. Yeah, and so, uh, but so, I like to see him stub his toe. Yeah, I don't want to see him dead. Yeah, well, I want to see him get like body slammed and stuff like that. But like, uh, but also, <laughs> um, uh, if he's taking it, that means, uh, oh, then people the people who follow him are gonna be like, okay, you know what, he took it. I'm gonna be. It's gonna be okay for me to take yeah. it, right? But so so that's if he takes it. Okay, mm-hmm. if he doesn't, if he's lying, yeah. Uh, that doesn't stop the fact that uh, people people who that who love him to death, who will literally like take a bullet for him, they're gonna take it as well, and the next thing you know, they die. Yeah. So he he puts he puts not only himself like he puts his his, his own people in danger, and he doesn't give a shit about. His he people. doesn't care. He doesn't give a fuck. Well, he's a populist. He's not yeah. a Republican. He's a populist. He's all about him. I mean, like there's there's nothing that he's given to the world that has changed the world. There's nothing he's given to the country that's changed the country. There's nothing that he's ever been involved in that has like excelled the way the United States can can uh, can say that oh we're better because of Donald Trump. Yeah. Whereas Elon Musk and SpaceX successful flight today. Yeah. I don't mean to jump right off that like like uh, horror show you're on. That made me so happy. But let's jump off the horror show. Did you watch it? Oh yeah, I, I loved it. Oh, oh it was beautiful. I, I like he's it was just like if you, people don't know SpaceX ahead, yeah, yeah. launched today. Uh, Doug and Bob. Not Mackenzie, mm-hmm. but they launched two, two astronauts named Doug and Bob. On the Dragon. On the Dragon. Into outer space, successfully. Successfully. A private company, Elon Musk's private company, fucking Tony Stark, put two people into outer space today. Yeah. It's like the most, it's the most important space launch since the first space launch. Yep. Like, when was the last time? And we were alive for that. Yeah, we were, yeah. We get to watch that live on TV. It was crazy. And, uh... Uh, and you could tell when he, when they were, they were about to, they were first, they were gonna first launch it. And he was talking to the, uh, uh, I'm not sure if you saw the interview. But he was talking to the kids of the the astronauts. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, kids are like, and there was, and he's like, uh, what's the most important thing? And he looked at the kids, and you could tell he was about to break up. Like, oh he, yeah, he yeah. Crying, and he said it was a big deal for he, him. And he said, I want to make sure that your dad, your dads come home safe. Yeah. That's our number number one. one. Yeah. Uh, but, oh God, it's so important. Yeah, yeah. 
It was it was important. It was incredible. Like I uh, for the first time, I think watching something that ever, mm-hmm. I felt all like goose pimply. Like I oh, felt yeah. like a little kid. It, like it, I was it, watching an it, important it, moment. It, it made you it made you excited. You're like, yeah. fuck, they like we can do it now. We can do this now. Yeah. It, it it's literally it is the it is the turn in how space travel or yeah. travel mm-hmm. will happen forever from now on. Oh yeah. Like yeah. when you think about somebody made the comment today on I think on CBC about how when you had the I think it was actually like um. Uh, who's that? Bob Bob McDonald? Who's that? The old science guy, Quirks and Quirks. Yeah, he's a CBC science dude. Yeah. We grew up with. He's our Bill Nye. He's our Bill Nye. And he talked about the idea that when you had air travel at first, it was only for the rich, mm-hmm. and you could only you had to wear suits, you had to be presentable. You better you couldn't be black. Yeah, <laughs> you could only fly if you were in the majority. Yeah, uh, but that was it. Like yeah. that was who was flying, and it was it was the rich. Mm-hmm. And then it became cheaper because they got better at it. And yeah. then private companies said, "No, we can fucking do this." Yeah. And then competition showed up, and now you can fly to Miami from New York for a hundred bucks. Yeah, th- yeah, exactly. So I think I think the most important thing when when it comes to like uh, um, uh, regular passenger regular passenger like uh, space travel mm-hmm. um, is that. Uh, the whole focus when they were when they're going to like uh, either to go to space, low Earth orbit, um, you know, so you can fly from like low Earth orbit, so you can fly from like uh, New York to Shanghai in under four, like you know, under forty minutes, or whatever yeah. it is. I think the uh, what I like about the, the whole approach is like how can we make this as cheap as possible? Yes, that's the main goal behind everything: efficient, cheap, and safe. Exactly. So they uh, they focused on they focused on that. So like because you could make. You know, if if price was an issue, they would be like, "Yeah, we could let, let's go fly, like let's just charge everyone like five thousand dollars to yep. go to, to take that flight, right?" No, they want to make sure that it's accessible to everybody. So that that the that's the fu- that's the fundamental thing. They're like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, we have to make it afford. If it's not affordable, how the hell can we do it? And how the hell can everybody else do exactly. it?" Exactly. So, uh, yeah, it's it, it's uh, it's incredible, like how, how they pulled oh, this off. Man, I'll tell you, like I was. My butt was so tight when that thing was taken off. Oh yeah, I was, like I was so nervous. Oh, I I I, I had to tear my eye. Ah, dude, yeah. I was I was more scared than I was like 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 overwhelmed with that kind of emotion. I was just just hoping to God, like fucking please, nothing happened. Like, I think that's please why nothing I, happened. I, I was like when it was when it when it finally was successful. Yeah, I was like, I'm like I'm feeling like this. Imagine what they're feeling. Right? Yeah. Well, that's all I could think of. It's like if I'm this nervous for them, yeah. How nervous are they right now? Yeah. Because they're in, they're in mission control, mm-hmm. and they're in the uh, in the dragon. Yeah. They're waiting to to make sure nothing happens. And then when it broke through that second stage, and the Falcon like separated, mm-hmm. and then I was I was, I was jazzed. Number mm-hmm. one, I, then then I got all emotional. I was yeah. like, I was super fucking emotional. Yeah, I never get that way about shit like that, but I really was. Oh yeah. And then when the Falcon landed, holy crap! I couldn't have been happier. Yeah. I felt like watching like my home team win a game, like yeah. in a in a Stanley Cup playoff. Oh yeah, it's uh, it was yeah, it was like it was like kind of a defining moment. Yeah, it really was for like uh, for science for like. Uh, like for our generation. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and uh, um, yeah, I think it's gonna be. Uh, this is a this is like a truly landmark moment. I think, and I think it's gonna be uh, when you see the like how fast uh, the transition is gonna be mm-hmm. to like uh, how often they can do these uh, these trips, how uh, how many rocket launches they can do per like per year. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna skyrocket because they know that they. It's know, gonna go up. They know that they can do this safely now. They can do it safely. They can do it whenever they want to, mm-hmm. like on their own schedule, not whenever yeah. they want to. They can do it on their own schedule, mm-hmm. and they're not reliant. On on Russia, they're not reliant on China. They're not reliant on anybody else going up in the air. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's gonna change everything. It's monumental. It, yeah. it is maybe like you said. It's maybe I think personally, it is the biggest rocket launch in in the history since the first rocket launch. Yeah, since Apollo. Since Apollo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what what are the first one was? Mm-hmm. Uh, who was the, the Sputnik? What was the first Russian one with the man in space? Oh yeah. Uh, 
Don't it look like the the war torn one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the Rocket Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah, Cal El's thing. Cal El's thing. <laughs> like whatever that one was. Rocket right? Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most important launch since Rocket Robin Hood went into space. How did Rocket Robin Hood's theme song go again? Oh god, I can't remember. I can see it. No, I can Band see Friar Tuck. Brothers, that's right. Together, heads held high in all types of weather. <laughs> Holy shit, you fucking nerd! <laughs> you big nerd. No, yeah, you're right though. There was that. I remember that. And I remember Friar Tuck eating a piece of meat and then punching somebody. Yeah. And then he'd eat another one with the other hand and punch somebody. Remember Friar Tuck when they had that big thing of food? He'd be like, at the end of the show, and he'd be like, <laughs> oh, every time he eat a piece and launch it. Launch like, it. Why are you throwing food away? I know, you dummy. You're yeah. You're 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 a you're a friar. Oh god, a rocket Robin Hood! <laughs> it's like you should be saving that food for the for the elderly and the children. <laughs> no, but that's that's exactly why yeah. because he's a friar. Yeah, he never has to worry about food. Mm-hmm. He, he's getting it from what do they call them, the pittances and shit. Like yeah. I mean, the the government is eating off the people. Yeah, and they're giving it to the church. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. What the oh, house. there's so much symbolism. Oh, I love rocket. <laughs> rocket Robin Hood is pretty great. Yeah, but it was yeah. At the same time, it was like it was a shitty version of the '70s Spider-Man show. Well, the same background. Yeah, Baker. Yeah, like you said, right? It was that moment when the uh, when Spider-Man like season two or three, mm-hmm. when they're using the same backgrounds. <laughs> It changes entirely. Yeah. Sky turns purple. Yep. <laughs> There's the, no more daytime. All that Ralph Bakshi uh, background. Yep. And every villain was, was was green, had green skin. Green skin bad yep. guys. Or Mysterio, uh, cl- the Sky Master. Okay, am I, am I thinking wrong in that there's even a villain crossover in Rocket Robin Hood? Like the, the underground people. In Spider Man, yeah, and the the bad guys in Rocket Robin Hood. There's also the Phantom from the from the, the Phantom from the Fifth Dimension or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah something that, right. That was the, the same villains one. of the same ones. Man, Spider Man. Yeah. Oh, uh, did you see the new Tenant trailer? I did see the new Tenant trailer. Wow, it is something. It is. I uh, I'm really excited to see. Like, the, yeah, there's always that one character. That's like the Nolan character, mm-hmm. like Robert Pattinson. That's him. That's him. He's the the Tom he's, Hardy. Yeah, he, yeah. he's a, he's, to, he's like Tom Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> he's doing the the weird shit where he's like he's the guy who the audience goes to to know what the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. He's Mister Exposition, but he does it so well. Oh yeah, like that. Uh, uh, I watched the trailer and I was like, that's I'm like that is crazy. And then at the end when they cl- they crash that big 747, that real 747. Yeah, exactly. I, that was like you know what. That's going to look good in 50 years. It's going to look good forever. Yeah. It, it was a landmark moment in filmmaking. Did you see did you hear the story behind that? Yeah, it was cheaper. <laughs> it was cheaper to do that than to like this CGI. Uh, How nuts is that, huh? It was cheaper to purchase and crash a real 747, like decommissioned, obviously, and yeah. then rebuilt for the movie. Mm-hmm. But it was cheaper to buy an old 747, mm-hmm. rebuild it, fly into the air, and smash it. Than to put a CG 740. I am going to go see that in IMAX. Yo, it it's, that's the one that gets me back in the theaters. Yeah, I'll wear a face mask. I don't care. I'll, I'll put a Bane mask on if I have to. I'll, I'm going to go see it. Oh, do the Bane mask. Yeah. That'd be great. I'm Maybe the way to go. I think I'm going to, because like, it's just, it, it's, I, I can't watch that. Like, I'll watch it at home when I, when it comes on, on 4K, but I'm like, I still have to go. I, it has, it, that's a theater movie. That's a theater movie. That's an IMAX movie. There are some things that you have to see in theater. Okay, let's go see it then. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. That's that's one of those ones that you got to go down to the old IMAX and watch it in the real, like the real IMAX. Yeah. The uh, square screen. And I think also uh, they might have, they might do another one day uh, movie release or theatrical release. They might do simulation theory. Really? Huh. That's kind of cool. The thing what they did with the, drones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The movie, the, the what's it called? The concert. Yeah, the concert. So they might do it the same one. Hey, did you hear that uh, Netflix bought the old Egyptian theater? Yeah. Yeah, crazy. Because they need to get movies in the theater so they have the Oscar. Uh, uh, Oscar ability, mm-hmm. Oscar nom worthy. Yeah. They have to spend time in a movie theater, mm-hmm. so they bought the Egyptians. So now they're gonna like show the Irishman and shit, whatever it is, in a movie theater first. Yeah, hopefully not the Irishman. That movie's awful. Irishman was terrible. No, it was uh groundbreaking. No, it was not groundbreaking. <laughs> uh, was it a revelation? 
No. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't terrible. It wasn't. It's, no, it, you know what the thing is? It, it was just, it's, uh, for how long it was, yeah. I find that it didn't, like, it didn't fill the void. It didn't deliver. Yeah, it didn't deliver. Yeah, it doesn't deliver. But th- but that's me personally speaking. No, no, I think it's everybody. Yeah. What what I didn't like about The Irishman is how awkward Robert De Niro looks as a young man. Yeah. Because that's not Robert De Niro. Mm-hmm. Robert De Niro as a young man is Jack from Midnight Run. That's Robert De Niro in his prime, punching people in the face, doing bounty runs. Or, or, or in Ronin. Or, exactly, yeah. you know, as an older young man. Yeah. Yeah, like a middle-aged man. Yeah. But like when they show him doing like the Vietnam stuff and all that kind of crap, or yeah, he's like yeah, roughing it, the guy up in the street, didn't, that sucks you out of the movie. It does. He looks so awkward. Yeah, like I was watching that and I was like, ah. He's just like a yeah. he's like a like a poorly moving concrete block with Robert De Niro's CGI face yeah. on it. It's, you know what it reminds me of? It's like uh, Henry Lego Cavill, stop motion. It's like Henry Cavill's mouth turned into a person in in, in, uh, in Justice League. Wait, Henry Cavill? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you see? There's a dude who did a deep fake of the Irishman. He used deep fake technology to put Robert De Niro into the, like, he redid the faces. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't look great. Like, it looks like bad CG from, like, 10 or 15 years ago. Yeah. But, like, it looks like the best CG from 10 or 15 years ago that we now consider not to be great. Yeah. At the time, when you watch it, you're like, God damn, those dinosaurs look really real. Mm-hmm. But now you're like, oh, I can see it. Yeah. I can see the CG. But yeah. it still looks better than The Irishman. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, when you look at it, you're like, that, that clearly looks better than what they did. Where did all the money go? Mm-hmm. Where did all the money go to give me Robert De Niro's weird, always watery, glassy eyes? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's creepy, man. I, I, don't, I don't like it. Yeah, because, yeah, we actually, after um after a bike ride today, uh, while we're, eating, we're having beers, that we were talking about how... Um, hey, 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 don't... You had pizza, too. Yeah. You had really good pizza. Yeah, thin crust. Honestly, God, like, when you mentioned the pizza, I could think of now as pizza. Anyway, I, I but but oh, I digress. you know what? I'm I'm gonna order that pizza again, for, and I'm gonna bring it here for our next podcast. You should. And um, so yeah, there was a um, we we're talking about how uh, in movies like back in the day, like because uh, we we're talking about like how same thing. Like I, I talking to Jason and uh, just Keith about this because Jason is a huge music guy, mm-hmm. yeah, but he uh, but uh, he's kind of like how I am with movies. Like he likes the um, behind the scenes stuff and like how everything was made. Why, why would the, like who produced it? Why did they produce it? Like the story, uh, the writing of it and stuff like that. Where yeah. did it come from? And so I said the same, we were talking about how, and I brought up like special effects and like, uh, cause that's, I don't know how it came up. Jason brought it up. And then uh, I was talking about how uh, then Jurassic Park came up. Uh, we we're talking about that movie. And I said, uh, um, I said, I said, do you guys ever notice that? Uh, that I brought like, cause like, I don't talk about the way I talk, talk to you about it. Um, I said, you guys ever notice that you guys watch Jurassic Park now and watch the newest ones? You guys see the difference? The new ones don't hold up. I, they're like, yeah, the newest ones are, piece, are, are pieces of shit. Like, yeah. they're, they're terrible movies. Not because of the, 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 not just because of the writing, but the special effects are terrible. I said, if you, if you look at the, the, like the, uh, like in the first one, the Trazor's Rex comes up to the car and it's raining and there's no music. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just the sound of the rain on the glass top yeah. of the truck. Yeah, I'm like the, the, those moments. I'm like, you can't, re- you can't recap. That's a, maybe that's lightning in a bottle. You can't yeah, make yeah. that movie again. No, 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 no. no. And uh, uh, and then we, t- and then I, they're like, yeah, they're, they're like, yeah, that's totally true. Like, yeah. there's you can't like those those things. Like they they they, they give you white knuckles. You're just like, they do, shit. man. And uh, then we started talking about like how about movie soundtracks. Mm-hmm. Where like now it's like movies come out and then. Uh, um, people will make will make music for the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like when was the last time like the soundtracks for movies are made for the movie, right? Remember back in the day, movies would come out, and then uh, uh, movies would actually go to like other artists and be like, "Hey, man, you want to be on our soundtrack?" After, and after, yeah, afterwards, afterwards, and so uh, 
that's when mo- I think that's when movies. That's why movies were so good because they 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 would be like, uh, like we watched Terminator Two. It's like uh, like what's the first thing you think of music wise? You think about Terminator Two. Well, you the the intro of the Terminator music. Yeah. Dun 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 dun. Like that's in your head. Yeah. And like, what do you think? Of, and what's what's a song that you Guns think? and Roses? Guns and Roses. You could be mine. Yeah, you could be mine. Like right away. Right away. When I think of uh, what was it Terminator or Salvation, the Rooster. Like I, I think about that, and mm-hmm. I think about the scene that you could be mine, because those are songs that fit those movies. Even though it's not the best movie, mm-hmm. but those song, that song, they they fit that movie. Yeah, and I, or um uh or that Nine Inch Nails song, uh, the day the whole world went away. Yeah, like that's perfect. Yeah, it it fits right in. Yeah, and they went to the they went to they went to Trent Reznor like, can we use this song in the movie? Yeah, and so like that. You don't see that anymore. No, you absolutely don't. Yeah. You don't see theme songs anymore. Mm. Like movies no longer have a theme song. No, like they yeah, because like artists will like uh, now it's like uh, like can can we uh, uh can we, can you make this song for our movie? Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. it's 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 a song though. Yeah. Like it's an artist or it's a it's a director or producer that goes to an artist. Yeah, says write a piece of music, Adele, mm-hmm. for James Bond, which yeah. is cool, but it doesn't really work. Like in it for me, it doesn't work for like Terminator. It doesn't work for Transformers. It doesn't work for G.I. Joe. Like, you can't give me a movie. I need a theme song. Yeah. Like, how much cooler would it have been if these Transformers movies had an actual theme song they could hum along to? Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, Batman, 89, theme Mm -hmm. song. Superman's got a theme song. Mm -hmm. So much to where when they did that new cut, well, the Justice League, whatever it was, and Danny Elfman jumped on board. Yeah. Danny Elfman, he made a point to tell you it's going to have the Batman theme. Yeah. Not a song from a movie that's no, got Batman it's music. Gonna, it's going to have the Batman theme. The Batman theme. The orche- there's only one. Yeah. There's, I wrote it. Yeah. Yeah. The orchestral score. We're, yeah. We're putting that in this movie. That's going to be in there. Yeah. When he said, like, there's going to be moments with the Superman theme. John Williams wrote the Superman theme. Mm-hmm. You know, Hans Zimmer, he's got his little bit. It's nice, but it's not the Superman theme. No, it's like, it's, uh, it supplants the, 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 the music, but it doesn't, uh, uh, it doesn't replace it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I still think about um, after in, in the Dark Knight, after Joker's bank run, mm-hmm. when he leaves. The first thing you hear after the Joker's music ends is that red herring piece of music that yeah. makes you think you're going to hear the Danny Elfman Batman score. Mm-hmm. It's right when, like, it's right after the Joker's gone. Yeah. And then it's not. And you're like, motherfucker, like, really? I didn't oh, yeah. get Batman music. Mm-hmm. Like, you hear it right away. You're like, is that, is that it? Is that it? And you hear about afterwards, and he's talking about how, like, yeah, I kind of put a little bit of the elements of the Danny Elfman theme in there. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you do the Danny Elfman theme, man. Oh yeah, yeah. I as agree. great as those movies are, they don't have a theme. No, they don't. That's like, uh, that's what, uh, um, yeah. I was watching, I was watching The Dark Knight with my parents the other day, uh, um, with my mom actually. She's like, because uh, like, she's always like, I always talk about this movie, and she's always like watching like. <laughs> Dark Knight is one of my mom's favorite movies. Well, well, no, well no, I'll say it this way: like she, she was like sick and tired of watching like, uh, like Hindi movies and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And she's like, oh, let's, she's like, uh, uh, she goes, let's let's check out your TV. And I was like, I went down. So I was like, yeah, sure. So we, I said, do you want to watch, uh, um, like uh, I was because I always saw her, I, I we were talking about this movie. I was like, well, you want to watch The Dark Knight? And she's like, yeah, let's throw it on. Was this her first watch, like uh, beginning to end? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so she was watching it, and then. Uh, uh, she's like this movie's. She's like, uh, and she's she was quiet. Like she she didn't say. I, I thought she might have fallen asleep or something. Yeah, yeah. But she's sitting there and she's watching the movie like this, right into it. Yeah, and she goes. Uh, and then, uh, uh, and then like, there's certain like scenes where she was like, uh, she, she's she goes, you can't take your eyes off that guy. Yeah, it's a uh, lot of Joker. And I said he's uh he's amazing, enigmatic. Yeah, and she's like he goes he's just he just he steals every scene he's in. Oh yeah. And then after the, um. I remember when she said after the, after the interrogation scene, yeah, yeah. and she goes, 
She goes, that is so true. Oh, yeah. She goes, everybody says something about that. She's like, that's life right now. Yeah. And then uh, at the end, she goes, she said, uh, she goes, that movie's incredible. Let me tell you something. Yeah. After the interrogation, well, during the interrogation scene, this is how I knew my mom liked that movie so much. Because uh, we've watched it a couple of times. I've actually, like, every time it's on, she's like, oh, this is, uh, this is the Batman Batman movie. I'm like, yeah, it's Batman. And uh, we're watching that moment. And it's right when like Batman's beating the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's fucking hardball knuckle mm-hmm. right, in the, right in Joker's face. My mom goes, he'll never talk. <laughs> <laughs> and she's not even like aware. It's like, he'll never talk. Yeah. She just said like, he'll never talk. <laughs> that, that guy doesn't talk. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to murder him, Batman. You're going to have to fucking kill that guy. I've just watched two hours of him. Just, he's not a talker. Mm-hmm. He is not a squealer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the TV, now that's a squealer. Oh, yeah. Mom knew a squealer when she saw it. Yeah, we, we, yeah when Batman was beating the shit out of, the, of Joker, <laughs> yeah. my mom, even she was like, holy, she's like, ow. Oh. She's like, she's, is, she, is he really hitting him? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, he's really hitting him. Yeah, she's, he's really hitting him. I'm oh, like, man. Yeah. That's terrific. Yeah, I just, I love, I love watching, like, our parents interact with movies that we really enjoy and seeing that they enjoy them, too. Oh, yeah, like, I did the same thing with my dad with uh, Mad Max, Fury Road. Yeah, yeah. But as, like, uh. He goes, I, I, we're watching it, and he's like, he's like, how much? He goes, where are the spe-? he goes, uh, he goes, where's the special effects? I said, this. I'm like, <laughs> lo- I'm like, there's like All little practical. ones just to get rid of cables yep. when they're when they're launching people. But other than that, Dad, like the besides like the when they're when they're driving to that sandstorm hurricane thing. Yeah, yeah. That's that's obviously fake, right? But like uh, everything else, my dad's like, uh, he goes. Then at the end, he's like, how the hell did they make this movie? Yeah, what is... Who was a psychopath? Yeah, he's like, this movie cost a billion dollars? I said, no. And so... Uh, <laughs> cost less because it was all real. Yeah, and he, he goes... That goes... He goes, okay. Starts starts out with the with the car chase. Yeah. He goes, starts out with cars chasing each other, and it ends with cars chasing each other. I'm like, yeah, it's yeah. a very simple movie. And goes he, one way, they turn around. Then they go, they go back. And then, uh, yeah, my, and my dad's like... My dad's like, see? He's like, that's why I like this movie. Simple full of action he's like i love this movie and i was like good did you happen to see i don't know if you noticed it um there's a dude it was on reddit i think he basically takes all the colors like every frame of the movie and he just puts them in a wheel mm-hmm. starts at two at 12 and comes all the way back around to 12 so like you'll get uh you'll get like like the dark night mm-hmm. and that wheel will look mostly silvery like silvery bluish mm-hmm. a lot of night stuff some of the daytime stuff is very orangey but still like the cooler color tones mm-hmm. But then the wheel that he did, and it's, it's essentially that. The wheel for Fury Road is beautiful. Yeah. You could frame it and put it in your wall. Mm-hmm. It's like you look at it, and it's like reds, oranges, yellows, mm-hmm. the dusty browns, and then it's just like that dark, like deep blue mm-hmm. when they go to night right before they come back. And you can, you can see the part when uh, we, like if you look right at it, you can see the part when, what's his name, the psychopath, the guitar, blows the flame. Oh, I it's love It's like that. a yeah. sliver of red mm-hmm. in, in all the orangey colors. Like mm-hmm. there's one sliver of red and mm-hmm. then all the blue and then there's that hard red again. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous, man. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, too, is that it's... Uh, there's certain, like... Uh, when you're watching a movie, like, uh, if you don't know, like, if you don't watch, like, the... If you don't know where it was filmed, like, like Mad Max was actually filmed in Namibia, mm-hmm. in Africa, right? So they actually... Not sh- Nambia? Nambia. And uh, so... Um, uh, there's a, and they showed where the hills and like everything were like on the mountain area where like it was kind of where it was filmed, mm-hmm. and it doesn't look like the, the, how it looks in the movie. Oh no no no! Because like it's because the movie is like it's so rich in color. There's a there's a beautiful making of on YouTube. Oh yeah yeah, I, it, yeah. it's actually it's on the the disc as well. Yeah yeah, same thing. Yeah exactly. Yeah, same so, one. So like I was uh I was watching that and I watched the movie and I was like, the HDR really kicks in. Mm-hmm. So the color palettes are like they're kind they're really enriched. Um. 
but they're not saturated. Like if you're watching it on a Samsung. Yeah. And so like the color colors feel like rich and like uh, especially when like remember they're chasing the uh, in the Furiosa in the first scene. Mm-hmm. Remember when the, the 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 fireworks went up and they went. Oh yeah, the signals. The, the, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. you look at that. It's you're like, wow. Like it's like they paid close attention. Even like when she's looking out her rearview mirror and she could see them in a rearview mirror. The color palette doesn't change. There is something about like when. The, the, like that movie in, in particular, the attention to detail from beginning to end was just like pornographic. Oh, yeah. I mean, like the way the way Miller and these guys had their this idea in their head mm-hmm. when they storyboard it. It's just I just love that kind of their their passion for making something look the way it's going to look. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of movies do that. They don't get a chance to do that. So when you do see it. You appreciate it so much more. Oh yeah. Like yeah. I've always gone back to the the one thing that I think is this ridiculous amount of detail that nobody seems to really notice or talk about is in the first Spider Man movie when he goes in the burning building. Oh yeah. When he when yeah, he comes exactly around the corner yeah, yeah. and he, he springs himself using the web and the lamppost mm-hmm. and he goes into the building and the shot lingers on the street for like a second. But in that second yeah. you see the web use the heat from the building and just like wisp into the air. Who thinks of that? Mm-hmm. Who thinks of doing that? Yeah. Like, you see that, and, like, your fucking dick gets hard. Like, you think about the <laughs> amount of detail. Like, somebody sat there and thought to themselves, whether Sam Raimi is like, oh, what's the web, web going to do? But the animator, whoever was in, in charge of production, or the detail, that level of, that, the detail in that level of production, mm-hmm. whoever thought about that, like, that guy needs an Oscar. That guy's a fucking genius. Oh, yeah, the technical advisor needs an, needs an Oscar. Yeah, yeah, like he needs an Oscar. Like, mm-hmm. well, you know, the when the web comes around the thing, the heat's going to hit it from the building. It's going to go in the air a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody's got to somebody gonna do that? So the web doesn't just disappear. It doesn't just dangle on the on the pole. Mm-hmm. It literally catches heat and floats away. Yeah. Like, uh, it just blows my mind. So when I watch, like, Fury Road, where the entire movie is that kind of detail. Yeah, it's incredible. It's incredible, man. Yeah, there's the, and there is a sequel coming. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like I mean, it looks like uh, the old Charlize there and won't be there. She won't but, be there. Um, but uh, yeah, but uh, it, Anna it, Taylor Joy or somebody's gonna be in that role, huh? Yeah, and then yeah, the exactly. Younger, so, the younger Furios. Yeah, so I was glad when he confirmed it. He's like, no, we're yeah. not done yet. It's like, uh, they're in like pre-production, I think. Mm-hmm. I think they're building cars right now. Yeah, I think I think there might like the writing stage won't take long because you don't no. need, you don't need that much. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I think what it is more than anything else, it seems like this guy just gets an idea and he gets the beginning to end mm-hmm. and dialogue is secondary. Secondary, yeah. People speak when they have to. When they have to. Yeah. The the, the experience of what they're going through mm-hmm. is a story. I mean, look at like Road Warrior. Mm-hmm. Like Road Warrior is all about this is what we're going to do, right? All right. So everybody starts screaming when shit goes down, but mm-hmm. don't worry about the script. Road Warrior is... My God, that would be so good. A Road Warrior it's for its time is amazing. so intense. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's a, it's like uh it's like it's one of those movies where like you know what if I had like if I had two hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars and my and my buddies and we and like just we we could film that buy a bunch of shitty cars buy, yeah yeah and, and just, a tanker and a tanker you could probably pull it off easily yeah what uh no, I always... shouldn't I shouldn't say easily but it's like that would like. That's it's a mo- doable. That, that's a movie I think I think I would like to do. Yeah, it's plausible that you could do it. Yeah, like it, the idea of you doing that movie is not so far fetched. Somebody, somebody would say to you like, never. Because I think the, no, there's I, some people I know who are too stupid to make it. Oh yeah, but I I, I would like I would take that movie like the like Road uh, Road Warrior and mm-hmm. I would be like I would look at it. I'm like you know what we can do those shots. Like yep. we don't we don't have to film those shots. Like you know like above when the motorcycle's going above our heads and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, it, it's like a it seems like that because it's it's a very it's not a very complicated movie. No 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 no. It's no. just a well made movie. Yeah, yeah that yeah. that's. A great point it's yeah. not complicated 
but it's very well made. Yeah. 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 So whereas like Fury Road is looks looks complicated to make. Yeah. And it's and it's, and a, it's well made. And it's a and it's a well made movie. Like it. Like, when you just think about, I mean, just think about the scene when they realize Furiosa has taken off, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Go get her!" And all of a sudden, everybody goes. Yeah. Just that moment. Of of ballet, of vehicle ballet that, that, that scene where like all the vehicles are like coming down and stuff like that, yeah. and like they're all getting ready, and then when they grab their 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 wheels mm-hmm. and they're praying to the mighty the V eight engine, and they're doing that thing. Oh yeah, the the, the little weird shit they do. Yeah, like, all the, the war boys. Yeah, because these are the, this is four cylinders like yeah. into a V eight engine. I was like, that is so cool. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. It is just such a crazy piece of filmmaking. And I, again, like I, weirdly, like I say about the Bill Hader thing, there's, there's a callback, mm-hmm. like the Bill Hader thing, I feel like it's w- like wildly underappreciated, mm-hmm. wildly underrated yeah. outside of its fan base. Yeah. See, that's that. Like, yeah. I understand what you're saying now, because mm-hmm. like, it's like a, like Bill Hader is like if you actually like maybe he's not maybe because his comedy is so like it's. It's not to everybody's taste because everyone's like because he's so eclectic. <laughs> it's so tight though. It's, it's it's like it's flawless. Like the way because he, he himself yeah is a he like he's naturally funny yeah and and he plays like he can play any part because he can well look at Barry anybody. yeah look at Barry I right? mean like you're dealing with a guy who is like balls out hilarious yeah like just one of the funniest guys. Mm-hmm without even saying a word mm-hmm. and convinces you that he's a stone cold motherfucking hitman as yeah. well. And not just like a guy who's kind of good at his job. Yeah. Like he's going to kill a kid. Mm-hmm. Like he's just, he's not going to, he's having real problems with it. Yeah. But he's a stone cold murderer. Mm-hmm. Like when he takes out, uh, what's his name? Who's <laughs> the, the bald guy? In the the bald guy. Yeah. The Russian uh, guy, right? No, no, the the the, the dude, the, the guy who was a sidekick. Yeah. Cause yeah, Hank, yeah, yeah, they were he's going to kill no whole Hank in the car. Yeah. The first time. Like, they shoot at him, and without missing a beat, Barry goes into assassin mode and kills three guys. Yeah. And, like, you, you're you like, well, he's Barry. He's hilarious. Bill mm-hmm. Hader. Oh, no, he's a killer. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Oh, yeah, there's <laughs> Bill Hader. <laughs> It's like remember that when he was like when he was a PA on that on Collateral, and like, where he's like he goes yeah Schwarzenegger's really weird. He's like he came up to me and he's like hey go find the director, show me your leadership skills. <laughs> I show me your leadership skills. And he's like they're right over there, <laughs> right there. Oh man, I uh, Barry though uh, the again when we're talking about underrated guys, Noho Hank, the most underrated hilarious person mm-hmm. on television. Oh yeah, his rooftop vomit, mm-hmm. <laughs> his rooftop vomit. And then again, like when he decides that he's gonna tell Barry how it's gonna be, like you're alive because of me, mm-hmm. you owe me. Yeah. And then he becomes dark, and you're like, oh, he's still a gangster. Mm-hmm. Oh, I get it. He's also stone cold. Mm-hmm. And the next scene, he's not. And you're like, no, he's a goofball. Yeah. Oh, damn. Oh yeah, because yeah, the show takes a lot of twists and turns. It does, man. Yeah. Just with the characters and stuff. Yeah, it's it's a, such a great uh, such a great movie. It oh, is really yeah. good. And, and uh, you're right. It's a TV show. It feels like a movie. Yeah, it yeah, is such a great yeah, movie. It feels like a movie. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just. Um, yeah, Bill Hader. I just want to see. Ugh. I want to see him in more stuff. He's got to do so much more. Just, stuff. To, just don't go into the Marvel universe. Oh yeah, well, uh, yeah, he, he could. You know what? He could play. Uh, he could play Nova. You put him in the Nova costume because Richie Ryan is a. He's a goofball. He's very Bill Hadery. He's he, basically Barry in a spacesuit. Actually, you know what? I'd love him to play is uh, Galactus. No, <laughs> uh, I bet you he'd be good. Actually, no. You know what I want to play Galactus is uh, that guy from uh, the bad guy from. Uh, 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 what's that show called? Uh, that zombie show that you hate. Oh, The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. The bad guy. The guy who remember the guy with the spiked bat. Oh, uh, uh, Jeffrey D. Morgan. The guy, yeah, he was from Watchmen. Yeah, yeah. Comedian? yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think he could play Galactus. He could do it. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's got the face for it. Or Craven the Hunter. He could do Craven. Yeah. He could do Craven. He could do Galactus. Um, uh, he's too old to be like I don't know who else could he do. 
he could he could do a lot of stuff. He could do, he could do Mister Fantastic, but he's too big. Yeah, he's a little bit beefy for that. But he's commanding, right? He, yeah, he, he could pull it off. I still think Christian Bale's gonna play Galactus. God, I, that'd be great. I, I think he's gonna play Beta Ray Bill. Beta Ray Bill. I hope not. Yeah, it's a waste. I mean, you get you get Christian Bale, and he's gonna play a horse faced dude yeah, with a hammer. Yeah. It's a waste, man. Yeah, anybody could do that. Andy Serkis could play Beta Ray Bill. You know what? Maybe I'm campaigning for Andy Serkis to play Beta Ray Bill, mm-hmm. and uh, and Bill and Christian Bale plays Galactus. Fair enough, yeah. There you yeah, go. That, yeah there, I, there you I can go. see that. Yeah. Or get the, the, the tall guy who does all the, the body work, the mask stuff. He's in everything. Doug Jones? Doug Jones. Yeah, get Doug Jones to play Beta Ray Bill. Yeah. Uh, he's too tall. He's taller than Thor. Or I, I would like to see Christian Bale as uh, uh, even Silver Surfer. He could do Surfer. Yeah. He could do Surfer. Yeah. Je- yeah, Jeffrey D. Morgan could not do Surfer. He no. could do Galactus, though. He could do Galactus. He could do Galactus. Yeah. Craven the Hunter, maybe even Punisher. He's thick. He's too old. He'd be Vietnam era Punisher, mm-hmm. comedian style. Comedian style. Yeah, yeah. comedian Punisher. He's pretty great. Yeah, there's, oh man, there's this. I have, yeah, I have to start exploring other shows on on TV. I gotta tell you, um, I got rid of it, but Crave is, I had a bunch of good stuff. Oh, like yeah. I don't do network broadcast television mm-hmm. anymore. I just it's not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to watch a run of the mill. What am I gonna watch? Uh, Bull. Mm-hmm. Am I gonna watch Bull? Yeah. I'm gonna watch a guy in a courtroom talk about courtroom shit. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna watch that. It's going to be wrapped up in 44 minutes with the beginning, middle, yeah. and an end. Formulaic. Yeah. Am I going to watch NCIS? I don't do no NCIS. That ain't my thing. What about Dateline? I'll definitely watch Dateline. No, <laughs> you no, can't you not watch Dateline. Yeah, Dateline is unreal. <laughs> you have to watch Dateline. <laughs> you want to talk about twists and turns. Mm. That show is full of twists and turns. Yeah. <laughs> but he wasn't your father, yeah. was he? Yeah. So your father he died, was, huh? Your father was dead, eh? <laughs> because was, you killed him. Yeah, that, that, must, have been, that must have been wild. <laughs> uh, speaking of wild, have you noticed this thing is like a, this trend online about people putting their, their firearms, their guns against their dicks? No. <laughs> this thing is thing that these, uh, apparently, apparently it's a very right-wingy thing. It's a very like MAGA hat kind of a thing you to do. You don't have to say that. I know that. You don't, yeah, you don't <laughs> have to say it, right? <laughs> Excellent point. Yeah. You don't have to say that. No. I saw a red hat the second you mentioned a guy put a gun to his dick. Yeah. But it's like a weird kind of cutting off your nose to spite your face kind of thing. Yeah. That these guys are doing. That's a good way to say it. Yeah. They take the safety off. They load their gun. They put it against their dick to take a photo. Mm-hmm. That's like the, And it's not like they put it against their junk and they just take a photo. They're like pressing that shit against their yeah. dick to take a photo to prove that like we are so safe and so good at what we do. But that's not even it. It's like nobody can tell why they're doing it. When they ask like, what are you doing this for, Mel? What's, what's I can it? tell you. Wait, go ahead. Okay. Well, um, I think it just ties into their personality. That's absolutely what it is. It, you know what it is? It's a it's a coping mechanism to like they're yeah. just because they all they have because they, they have nothing to rebel against, rebel against, or like a point to stand on. So that yeah. all they want to do is like show you like that uh, whatever makes them feel safe and confident. Yes, and a gun will do that for certain people. It will. And so like whatever they're trying to make up for whatever they whatever that hole that they have with like no personality, no friends, no and their family hates them or their children. That's a hate great them. point too. No so, friends or personality. Yeah. So they're like, I have my gun. So like yeah, this shows how tough I am. It's there's no it's no different from a small like a short little guy buying a huge truck. Exactly, little so, guys and big trucks, temper tantrums from little kids. Yeah, so it's like it's Napoleon complex, but like yeah. not not because of your height, but because what you're lacking in pers- in your personality. Hundred percent true. I that, think that's that, what is, it is. that is exactly yeah. it. They can't articulate that though. No, when no. you ask them why they're doing it, they th- they say things. No, like, they put because. Their, yeah, they put their gun to their dick. That's the way they're like. Okay, explain to me why you're doing that. Cause dick gun, America. Yeah. It's forty five. Uh, a great a great observation a guy made is that a guy who had the dick gun thing going on mm-hmm. and he was very like very America was using an Italian firearm and driving a Toyota. So uh, I guess you don't buy American. Yeah, if you're gonna put a gun to your dick, you don't want you don't want to you want bullshit American. Don't gun? ever. I would never buy an American gun. But I can, I would buy a gun. I'm gonna be straight up with you. I would buy a gun, never to use it. No. I would. I, you know what I want? I want a, a Israeli Desert Eagle. <laughs> 
gold plated. We're gonna put a dent in your forehead? No, just just no, just uh, just to keep, just to keep it. What do you put uh, it in a glass? What do you cast it, Troy? Caster uh, Troy? No, yeah, I just want one. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, had, I would have a box. He had forty fives though, right? He didn't. Have, he didn't have Desert Eagle. Caster Troy had two guns. Yeah, he did. He had two gold plated ones. I'm he not sure. If they, I'm, I think I, they might have been forty fives, but yeah. I wanted an Israeli Desert Eagle. Yeah, those are. Those I are love them. Good. I saw them at the at the, the shooting range at the, at, at West Edmonton Mall when it was mm-hmm. open, and uh, uh, they had one there, and I was like, I was just in. I was like, holy! I was enthralled by it. It's ridiculous. Like, it's beautiful. It, it's a number one. It is. It is like the epitome. Of what we think of when you think of like futuristic, cool ass '80s firearms. Yeah, actually, what am I talking about? I would take it to the shooting range. I would for sure. That's that, that's all I would use it for, though. I mean, what are you gonna get out of that? You're gonna get six rounds, and your hands gonna be sore, and be lucky if you didn't put a hole in your head. Yeah. But by the recoil, I mean that, that thing's enough. You see that girl who shot one? Yeah. I mean, she had no shoulder strength. She was just some like spindly chick who who fired this thing, and she cracked herself right in the middle of the head. I think I think that's why I would do it because I'm like, you know what? I don't because because I don't know how to do it. Well, I mean, yeah. don't start with the don't start with the desert. That's a fifty caliber handgun. Oh. Well, I've I've shot a nine millimeter Beretta. That's probably the way. Yeah, you I go. shot like I, I shot five clips with that thing. I'll tell magazines. Please don't say clips. Um, I would say you. I'm, would... I'm, I've listened to enough at ninety hip hop. I, I can keep it real. <laughs> you can keep it real. <laughs> <laughs> Fired off five magazines. Um, I would I would go out there and I would do shoulder press for a week, mm-hmm. then take a couple weeks off. Yeah, and then do shoulder press for another week, except for a year. A solid year. Yeah. Man. And then go and then go oh, play yeah, that Desert that, yeah, Eagle. Yeah, because yeah, that nine millimeter was like uh, like I just I kept everything straight, mm-hmm. and the guy showed me how to fire it properly. And I so uh, my whole thing was aiming because I did yeah. I was like this I was like I might as well just shoot with my eyes closed. And uh, so don't, I, don't I, I, I I couldn't get, I couldn't get like the the thing right. Then finally I got it right. And then the guy goes uh, okay now he goes can you see the target now? And I said yeah I can see it perfectly. Mm-hmm. It's not blurry. And then so I started firing it. Uh, I understand. Why people who are completely opposite of me yeah. love guns? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can totally understand that because it is. It feels so powerful. <laughs> it's California. It, yeah. So you like that? that Do you part, feel powerful? I, I totally felt powerful. <laughs> I feel good. Yeah. I'm like, if like, if I went on a rampage, like, I'd be like, yeah. I'm like, I'm all, I'm the only one who's gonna survive this. Yeah. But uh, so they're cool. Like in this, in that sense, they're like, mm-hmm. you know, because it is like, it's, a, it's an important invention by, 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 by mankind, right? It's like, it's, it's a firearm. Oh yeah, for sure. But uh, that's. For me personally, that's all it's good for, just to practice with it. That's all I would I mean, use it to do. I mean, I think I would, there all are... Would, that's all I would use it for. Yeah, there, there are definite pros and cons. Mm-hmm. I'm not the kind of guy who's like down with guns. I think there's definitely a reason for it. You're going to hunt, you're going to hunt, you're going to need a gun. Yep. If you're going to do all that kind of stuff. If you want to... Maybe you live in an area that's not the safest. Maybe you do need protection. That's fine. There's always that crazy wide, like wide-eyed, I can see all the whites around your eyes, conspiracy theorist, mm-hmm. uh, who's going to be like, you never know when they come for your guns. It's like because there there is always a likelihood that there's some kind of a nut job out there mm-hmm. who's gonna who's gonna make it to where it's like you know we need, we need a dictatorship we don't need a we don't need a, a regular old country anymore not here obviously well but yeah in that sense the idea is there that a well armed society is a civilized society and more likely be civilized yeah like like, like a, a responsibly uh, armed society is a responsibly. A- Armed society. Yeah. Like, so yeah. So if I was talking to a bu- if I was talking to a bunch of gun owners. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I know nothing. About, I'd be like, you know what? I know nothing about guns. But the thing is, like, I the I would say, I I I would I wouldn't want to take take away your right to to have your guns. Mm-hmm. But all of you guys know, one guy uh, who has guns. Yeah. That you wish you didn't have that. Exactly. Hundred percent. Like, Those are the people I don't want to have guns. Yeah, and that's a problem. Yeah. The problem is if you allow one person to have it. Yeah. Then that's the right of all people to have it, yeah. and there's gonna be the loons who slip through the cracks. 
there's going to be guys out there who are just irresponsible. Who yeah. just should, who's going to put a gun to his dick? Oh yeah. There's going to be gun dicks out there. Yeah, it's come full circle to that argument. It's yeah, yeah, and that's what's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, that is the unfortunate idea of it. I've always been the kind of guy who like everybody should get like a, uh, oh, what's it called? Twenty-two. Uh, yeah, a twenty-two. Maybe like a like a bolt action twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody should be allowed to have that. That you put your bullet in, rack it, mm-hmm. fire it. Yeah. Or everybody should get like a five round revolver. There should be no like that's what you get. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that you get. Everybody can get one. Anybody who wants to can go to the store and get one. That's mm-hmm. what you get. Yeah. Nobody needs the big gigantic rapid fire firearms. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, extended magazines, AR-15s. Maybe you don't need those, but everybody gets a, a, a bolt action twenty-two, and everybody mm-hmm. gets a like a five round thirty-eight. I think, Snub nose police special. Yeah, I think people who have those guns, like they should be registered. So you're like, hey, you know what? You have you should be on someone's radar if you buy an AR-15 yeah. or something, like that, and be like, you know what? So they can trace you and be like, you know what? I ha- when was the last time you fired it? Uh, are you using it? Answer simple questions like, look at what's going on. Look, look what happens in Switzerland with their gu- their gun laws. Mm-hmm. They have more per capita. They have more guns than Americans. Well, I mean, you and, know, Canada per capita ain't that far behind. Exactly, but exactly. So, but uh, you know how many gun deaths there are in Switzerland? There's like zero. Not many. None. Yeah. It's not a lot. Because guns to them, they, yeah, their their firearms mean everything to them, right? But like they're but they're also like humans of the future. Oh yeah, like, they're, they're great. <laughs> they're yeah. elevated. Yeah. That's like, uh, what's the what are they called the 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 the, the super tall like future elves from Lord of the Rings? Oh the uh, that's who that's who they are. They're the the fucking uh, the Einar <laughs> the ones that Gandalf became yeah they became humans yeah that's what they are yeah they went to the land of uh yeah at the end of the yeah they went to the land of at like, the end yeah when when Frodo gets to go with Gandalf that's who they are yeah that's what Sweden is yeah yeah so, you're being too logical yeah the, yeah because yeah because we're a bunch of fucking hobbits over here you no know, that that's how when I went to Sweden that's how I so, sorry Switzerland that's how <laughs> I felt. Yeah, yeah, Switzerland. Yeah, yeah, that's how it feels over there. Yeah, because like when I was, I think did I tell you when like myself, uh, myself and Amar went to Switzerland, mm-hmm. went to Europe. We did a whole Europe uh, tour. Forty languages and live in the mountains. Jesus Christ! It was like uh, there we went to Switzerland and we're like uh, we're, we and we, st- we were our first days were in Zurich. That's where we landed. Oh God! And we're having a lunch, and our lunch was amazing. It was so good. And then uh, the ladies like uh, um, so we ordered lunch and they're like so uh, our lunch wasn't that expensive. And then the ladies like, would you like to drink? And we're like, I'm like, you know what's a hot day? I'm like, can I have some water? And she's like, yeah, sure. And then she was like, yeah, I'll have some water too. And she brought this beautiful, beautiful bottle. Ugh. It was like, it looked like a trophy. It's probably filled from a spring out back. Yeah. And we, we, we were drinking it. We're like, I was like, oh my God, like this water is amazing. Am I going to live forever now? Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Am I tuck everlasting? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, um, I was like, this is so good. I'm like, oh, this is, I'm like, they give this stuff away. And then so we looked at our. <laughs> they just give this to you. And then, uh, so I was like, I was like, so I was just drinking this stuff. I'm like, then the, they were so hot. I'm like, yeah, like, another, I'm like, yeah, can we give a refill, please? Order another bottle. Oh, good Lord. You know how much our, you know how much our water was? Hmm. It was twice the cost of our meal. Oh, get out of town. Yeah. No. And, and Big then, mistake. Oh, yeah. And then we just like, uh, and then after <laughs> that, we're like, uh, we were ordering, we would order supper and lunch and stuff. We like, and then, uh, we <laughs> were like, I went to drink and we're like, uh, uh, cause the, 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 the alcohol is actually cheaper than the, uh, than the water there. And uh, so we're like, kind of everywhere, right? Yeah. So I'm like, can I have a uh, this? And I'm like, oh, can I have a water, please? I'm like, yeah, uh, tap water. And the look <laughs> I got was like, What's wrong with you? Yeah, you savage animal. So I was like, uh, tap water's not good for much yeah. but pigs. And so like, yeah, so like, Jesus. I'm like, have tap water. And I, I looked down. I was like, ah, oh, shit. Geez, I know I'm gonna get a dirty look, like you philistine. Oh, speaking of philistines, I spilled water all over myself. Well, I have, I have, I have, sh- I have cinnamon and sugar stains on my. Jogging well, time. that's all right because uh, this was part of the course for me this week mm. with, uh, with the water spilly, the spilly talking. Yeah, you can't even drink protein think, uh, shakes, man. What's wrong? I have a hard time with protein shakes too. <laughs> Jesus, you know the thing is, I think you chased it down too early. 
Yeah, I think it came down. Well, no, the same problem as this. There's always a little divot in the bottom. Yeah. I underestimate the reservoir. Yeah. I tip back <laughs> reservoir. The reservoir. I, under, I underestimate the reservoir. I pull back, and then all of a sudden, it next all time, comes back. Yeah, out. next time I give you one, I want that thing in one shot. One shot, straight one back. Shot, yeah. All the way back. Oh, man. We, also, uh, well, go ahead. I was going to say, what's your bike situation? Uh, I haven't gone yet. I've been busy out here. I have gotten my yard uh, front and back maintained. Now it's there. Okay. Uh, building paving stones, I think, next week. Okay. So I've been in a building phase right mm-hmm. now around here. So that's been keeping me from getting out to the uh, the bikes and stuff. The bike is coming. When I do get it, or when I do go to get it, you're definitely going to be there with me. The uh, So you will know before you have to ask. Actually, my uncle's, I was at my uncle's house, and he's like telling me, like, yeah, Vic was actually, he made me, he, he made me think of something really important about the driveway and stuff like that. And he's like, oh, maybe I should like take a look at that as well. So, but uh, if you're going to be doing any of that stuff, um, I will. Uh, I will let you, you know. My, uh, do you want my uncle's number? Uh, no, I actually have a guy now. Mm-hmm. I've got a driveway guy all of a sudden. Oh, nice. So, um, my neighbor got some work done. Talked to him, and then myself, my other neighbor, are probably going to get together and get a guy to come and take care of it. Okay. So we've got a guy who's going to come in there and uh, do a little bit of work for us. But in that, if I can get my concrete situation taken care of to where I'm confident, mm-hmm. I might just go ahead and do that myself. Okay. Uh, I'm going to build some paving stones, mm-hmm. some molds and shit. Yeah. Got a whole plan worked out. And a, a whole system that I've been talking to a few guys about how to do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to see. That's going to be my, my, my project to see how proficient I am with them. Okay. So if I can get that going, then uh, I'm going to try to take care of the yard, uh, the driveway as well. Okay. So I really need to do, really what I need to do is I just need to like reface the whole top uh, and at least have it bonded. So yeah. I don't know how I'm going to break it down. I got to find out how that works. If I can do it, I'll do it. If I can't do it, I'll get a pro to do it. Mm-hmm. Who's the, who's my guy? Yeah. Who's my, uh, my number I can get? Okay, cool. So I'll get that done. But if I do get it done, I'll let you know as well. And if your uncle needs a guy. Then I'll have a guy for him. Mm-hmm. It's all about knowing a guy. Everything is about knowing a guy. No, you got, yeah, that's the you got to be friends with everybody. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta have a guy. You have to. I think the important thing is that uh, I'm very lucky that 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 well, we're we're lucky that we have this. Is that you have uh, the groups of friends that uh, everyone's into something different. So if you yeah. need something, like uh, everyone's like, oh, you know what? Yeah, I, like I need if I need like a like a, you know. I don't know, a, 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 a reading ring or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like go to Jay if I need some. Like if I need an engineering contact, I have to, I talk to this. Yep. Yeah. My, my we've got guys. My best friends, like my you know, one of my best friends is my uh, is my dentist. Uh, uh, know a bunch of guys and, and a bunch of my close friends. Some of my close friends are in real estate and stuff like that. So I'm like, yeah, if I need a house, I can go talk to them. Yeah, it's always good to have. You know what? That's a good one to have. Having a real estate guy is really important. Yeah, and on it because then you know that there's no bullshit. Yeah, you're not going to get gypped for a uh, the old commission. Well, even then, that's a, that's a funny thing. I was talking to a guy. Well, not to get too but far you, into it. But like, but sorry, like, but you're right because like you know if you if a guy's like your friend, mm-hmm. you don't feel you'll be like you know what you did a good job. Like you yeah. thank you so much, yeah, and yeah. they'd be like you know what no hear me what I'm going to get you for this price, and then you're you're like no you know what I'm taking you out for dinner. I'm going to do this for you mm-hmm. if you need me for anything. Let me know. Going to take uh, you over a steak dinner. Yeah, like you're yeah you choose, and then I uh, like. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, a meal. Yep. A meal, Kenny. A mm-hmm. meal. Meal. Soup is not a meal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. No, Zabania, no. This is the meal. This is the meal. So stock up, buddy boy. <laughs> what? <laughs> crackers. Crackers in the soup? Yeah, that's a meal. That's a meal. Uh, I think we, we kind of hit all of our stuff. I think we uh, we went through the entire the entire list of things. Mm-hmm. Um, Back to the Future. Hear about the, the Back to the Future Netflix edit? Yeah. Yeah, they got rid of the Ooh La La magazine cover because mm-hmm. it would be more family friendly. Yeah. Um, the Snyder cut apparently is real. Yeah. So uh, I'll eat the hat because I was the guy who consistently said, was not real, will never see it. Yeah, I know. I was the same way. And uh, now here's, here's the thing. Do you think what he's going to do is he's going to take a lot of the stuff that he would have done and just animate it? Because apparently there's like work that needs to be done. 
four episodes on HBO Max next year. Yeah, there, there's work to be done. They spent thirty million dollars mm-hmm. on this re- on this new cut. Yeah. Now, hopefully, that cleans up a lot of stuff. Um, the Cavill stash. Yeah, and also because the special effects are atrocious. They're atrocious. They're really. Bad. They're terrible. They're really how? how uh, okay, that that's that's an, that's an argument for another day. But like, uh, well, it's an argument we had. Yeah, like special time effects. And time yeah, again. yeah, modern special modern day special effects are garbage, and uh, so. Or they're not just done right. Like, certain companies are good at it. Some companies are not good at it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's companies out there that you go to, yeah. ILM. They're, they're yeah. going to give you gold every time. Yeah. Or look at the company that did Tron and, like, uh, and Prometheus. Like, those, are, those guys are fantastic. They're was the same that team. not ILM? No. Really? No, there was, uh, there was another, uh, another team. I, I assume Tron being Disney would be, like, industrial. Oh, yeah, because there's one special effects company that did. I'm not sure. If you look at the, the making of Tron, mm-hmm. it's, it's the same. This one guy, and he did other movies as well. All of his movies look fantastic. Well, Tron looks incredible. Tron yeah. Legacy looks incredible. Oh, yeah. And it's the, one of the best-looking movies with, like, special effects probably in the last 20 years. Oh, like, yeah. It's cause, phenomenal. Yeah, because that, that's what sold it. Yeah. The way it looks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, like, because it doesn't have, a, like, a really tight storyline or whatever, but, like, it's a... <laughs> It's very. It's just a. It's it's just a spectacle to behold. It's a brainless jaunt through a multifaceted VR world. Yeah. That has no real decent story. Yeah. But it looks incredible. Oh yeah. There's a. Yeah, I think yeah. So hopefully that the Snyder Cut has like, it looks cleaner. Yeah. Um, I can't really judge it because I haven't seen Justice League. I've just only seen ten minutes of it and yeah. I turned it off. So, my highest like, uh, my highest aspiration for it would be like I hope it's watchable. I'm, we've had the conversation. We've had this conversation many the times. The Justice League conversation. Yeah. I it dislike could, Man of Steel yeah. greatly, mm-hmm. and not for any storytelling reasons involving a broken neck. I think that was actually one of the most truest parts of the movie. Mm-hmm. I just think that movie is a steaming pile of horse shit. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not even horse shit. What kind of shit is useless? Goat shit. It's useless. It's a big shiny ball that falls on a goat's ass can't do anything with. Yeah. Sits in the desert, gets dry, goes away. You can't make patties out of it. Can't make patties out of it. Can't mm-hmm. cook with it. Doesn't add with add anything to like fuel. Can't no. do shit with it. Mm-hmm. It's goat shit. It's terrible. Um, Batman versus Superman, also kind of stupid. Didn't really enjoy that. I, I, I Both named Martha. Kind of dumb. I didn't I didn't mind the uh the, the director's cut. The rated R version. Eh, I, I was like because I was like I was watching it, and I'm like, you know what? I because I, I didn't expect anything out of this movie. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know what? That's actually it's it's not too bad. There's it has so many faults. Yeah, it's got glaring too many faults. faults. Yeah, yeah, it's so, got too many glaring faults. Too. Yeah, so I was like, ah, uh, I'm like, I was like, ah, uh, I'm like, uh, uh, because you know, it's like, like some watching that movie sometimes. You just it's like watching like a child getting beaten. You're just like, ah, uh, oh why, uh, why, uh. just hit an adult. Yeah, I'm like, ah, oh, just finish it off. <laughs> um, I, yeah, yeah, that, those are my problems with that movie. I, I've got lots of problems with those. So going into um, uh, Justice League. Mm-hmm. I expected it to be like really bad. Like I kind of figured it was going to be beyond bad. Yeah. So I'm sitting on a plane watching that thing and um, didn't really get the story. I mean, it was going, it felt like I was missing big gaps in the middle. Even mm-hmm. though I watched it beginning to end, I felt like I, I fell asleep for the middle part, mm-hmm. but I didn't like I was awake the whole time. Yeah. But again, being on a plane, you don't really get to appreciate shit. Mm-hmm. So then I watched it again. I thought, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. I will sit down and I will watch it again when it was on Netflix. I'll give it the beginning, middle and end. Mm-hmm. See the whole thing. And in my head, I had built it up as being such a piece of crap, like so bad, yeah. that I was kind of surprised by not hating it. Mm-hmm. So knowing that it's still awful, like, I mean, it's not great by any means, yeah. but I can forgive a lot of it, knowing how, how many hands it went through, yeah. that now I will give the Snyder Cut the benefit. Yeah. I, will, I, will give it, I will give it a sit down when it comes out. You know what I can't stand anymore? Huh? I just can't stand her, is Gal Gadot. Oh, uh, was it the singing thing? Was it the Imagine? 
No, that was the that, that's what that, that's what tipped it over. That was like that was the Coke machine rocking. Yeah, I, I don't like her. Like I was watching even in Justice League, I was like watching it. And I'm like I'm like oh that is like I can I know exactly how she did this. Um, I don't like her. Uh, um, like don't get me wrong, she's she's physical perfection, but like uh, <laughs> but same time I'm just sitting there. I'm like I'm like you're, I'm like God, you're fucking annoying. I'm like just, I will. Uh, I'll tell you as irritating as she can be. Um, and, and, and I didn't necessarily enjoy Wonder Woman. I didn't hate it, but I will say. I did. She... Yeah. I did, same thing. I didn't think it was that great. It wasn't great. I didn't hate it, but it wasn't great. Yeah. But it did have a theme song. Yeah, that's true. Like yeah. Wonder Woman had an actual theme mm-hmm. song. Oh yeah. The thing is uh, with that movie, I was like, okay, I know you have to film like things that are like in comics or like in, uh, in cartoons and, yeah. that. Yeah, and it's kind of hard to translate that into real life and make them look so like. Authentic. You know, yeah, so she's like doing like leg trips and stuff like that. I'm like, you're Wonder Woman. You could like one punch and you can like 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 just. But she's also fighting humans. Yeah, but I'm like, this is like, I'm sure, sure, who is she, Batman? But I'm I'm sure <laughs> she can pull a punch and they they can still like render a man unconscious. Yeah, but I think that's the problem with Superman and Wonder Woman. I think that's the the, the problem. There's no fun watching them fight. No, it's, it's it's you have to make it interesting. Yeah, like one, like watching Wonder Woman fight is not is not exciting. Yeah, well, I mean, it's exciting with the way they the way they make it work in the movie. But the realism behind oh, yeah. it is like, you know, why don't you just like, yes. flick him in the head and he just goes across the room? Because that would be boring, right? Yeah. So like, I, I can see like her just like, uh, I'd rather, because like, they, they, they do with Superman. Like, you know, yeah. he'll just be like, like that, right? Yeah. But like, like, her, yeah, like, like how? <laughs> and so, but uh, Wonder Woman, I was like, uh, she's doing late. Like, she's, and she's putting some force in there. And so they're yeah. tipping guys and stuff. I was like, I was like, I don't know, because then, then I catch myself like, you know what? I'm totally overthinking this. Yeah, I think that's what it is. That's all. It I is. think you're overthinking. Yeah. I, th- I think they have to do this. like. Okay, example before we uh, before we move on here. Um, the today I was reading Reddit and a guy was complaining about TV shows and the exposition. Mm-hmm. Like they they have too much exposition. I don't need you. The formula is too much. I can't watch somebody explain to me. Like why is there always a character who explains things to me? Mm-hmm. Because that's how you know what's going on, dummy. Yeah. Like I mean, would you rather just walk into it and they go in there, they just get a bad guy, they arrest him, they walk away? Mm-hmm. Your fifteen minute show. They have to explain things to you. Yeah. There's one guy's complaining about like I thought oh, six seasons later I realized I'm watching the same episode over and over again. It's just like a guy. A guy shows up, does something bad, gets arrested, gets out. The good guys explain who he is. They got to hear the explanation character. They'll repeat shit. I'm like, yeah, that's storytelling. Yeah. That's explanation. Don't overthink it, dummy. Oh, yeah. It's so, uh, the same thing with the Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Because I, I don't think. Overthink it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I'm just getting old. I think so. I think, yeah. I think we have aged out of a certain type of storytelling. Mm-hmm. And when we go back to it and try to watch it again, it becomes well. When somebody makes a new version of what we're used to watching, mm-hmm. we have like nostalgic uh, attachment to the things that we enjoy. Mm-hmm. But if we were this age and that came out today, would we have the same attachment to it? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Right. I mean, like if we were watching something we really enjoyed, like for example, Ferris Bueller. If Ferris Bueller comes out today, and you didn't grow up watching it. Mm-hmm. What would you think about it today? Yeah. 2020, 2020, Ferris Bueller comes out in theaters. Comes out on Netflix. The young, fresh-faced... Same music? Same same music. Well, the music from today, because it would be 2020 music. Same story, though. Identical story. Am I the same age? No, no, you are this age. At this age? You are 41 years old. Oh, no, I wouldn't watch it for, I wouldn't watch it for sure. Exactly, right? Oh. But we have an established attachment to it. Yeah, but that's like... Because, uh, like, you know... But then I'd have to, I'd have to find equivalencies in the movie. I'm like, hey, if they're not, if they're not playing Simple Minds, what, what music are they playing? What's, what's today's equivalent of... Imagine were, Dragons. Oh, then I'd for sure not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of uh, Imagine Dragons and um, uh, what was that? The chick who sang Royals. Oh, fuck. Lord. It's yeah. a lot of Lord. 
Uh, some Imagine Dragons. It's probably some Coldplay. Yeah, and some Coldplay. Yeah. Yeah, then I would ban that. Oh, movie. you know what? It's Ferris Bueller, so it's pretentious. It wouldn't be Coldplay. <laughs> it'd be the Mumford and Sons. Mumford and Sons. That's yeah. what it'd be. Pre Coldplay, Coldplay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I would. Uh, About uh, to become Coldplay, Coldplay. Yeah. So yeah, th- yeah, I wouldn't. But uh, uh, but 80s movies are they're just like yeah, same thing. They're they came out at the perfect time. They're, they really did. Yeah. So they're they're just a product of the era. I uh, I did get behind and watch uh, the the ending. I, I I for some reason I never got around to it, but a few times stupid gesture. I saw the ending. Oh, is that right? I uh, man, the whole Doug Kenny thing. I, I was a huge fan of National Lampoons as a kid. Mm-hmm. Weirdly enough, because we had a convenience store and the fucking thing was there, and it was like the, the adult magazine that wasn't adult magazine. Mm-hmm. You could watch boobies and stuff, but you weren't really seeing boobies. Ah, uh, boobies. Say, say it again. Boobies. Can you uh, can you can you ex- accentuate the bees? Boobies. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there. Yeah. Um, but National Lampoon's one of those things we all kind of grew up with. Yeah. Mad Magazine, all that kind of stuff, and then like SNL and Doug Kenny and all that crap. It was like that was our thing mm-hmm. as little kids. Caddyshack and that man, that movie is like it's really something. Like if you're a fan of it, it's really something. Yeah. If you're not a fan, you won't know what the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. If you're a fan of all that stuff, if you're a fan of like Chevy Chase and SNL and and the 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 growth of that era of satirical humor mm-hmm. in like the late 70s early 80s like all the way from like the late 60s to the, like the mid 80s mm-hmm. it's a terrific movie oh yeah I it's totally really agree. something yeah like I, yeah because i was watching caddyshack the other day oh man that movie's hilarious it's i think it's like that you knew when you're watching it you're like this movie is so like it's a it's like n- there was no like guidance behind it, it nothing was, man. it was just because it went from like it was supposed to tell the story of uh uh, well, it was the Caddyshack. It was. It was. It was it's called Caddyshack on, for the Caddyshack. Yeah, it was supposed to focus on the caddies, but like, yeah. it didn't. But like, but you have like Bill Murray and Chevy Chase and like Rodney Dangerfield and all these guys come in. You of know, course, uh, they're, they're going to take over everything. They don't. They don't mention it so much in the movie, but a little bit of like a folklore movie folklore. I don't know. I'm, I'm. I've never really gotten deep into it, so I don't know how true it is. I can tell you what it is. Go ahead. The John Peters. Yeah. 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 John Peters is the reason that fucking gophers in it. Mm-hmm. The same guy who wanted a giant spider in Kevin Kevin Smith's. Superman, the reason there's a giant spider in Wild Wild West and the new Superman, and, yeah, fucking right. John Peters. John Peters. That was him. He yeah. like he argued for it. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it. Like, he wasn't in the movie, so I don't... Like, they had uh, Jolo Trujillo. He's playing, the, the, I guess, the John Peters character. Yeah. Like, he's screaming for that fucking gopher. But I guess that's like a little bit of movie folklore. Mm-hmm. I'd never heard that before. Well, yeah. I'd never seen... I've never seen in depth anybody talk about it. But mm-hmm. I remember reading it, like, years ago. Yeah. That, that was, like, a, a big part of it. Oh, yeah. There's... Uh, and the, those... Uh, the uncut... Uh, and the, the cutout scenes with, like, Chevy Chase and Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. When Remember he's... Uh, when Chevy Chase is in his house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gets him to smoke that weed. And then, like, Bill Murray and Chevy Chase are, like, having that conversation about SNL and, like, on their beef. The deep beef? Oh, yeah. 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 And then they actually the Guys, cut. That's enough. And that's they're, like, crazy. Yeah. And, crazy, um, crazy. Yeah, so... Uh, There's a lot of, like, mythology Mm-hmm. Behind like those that writers' room type stuff. I love I, that's the thing. That's what I, I think. I love that uh, more about movies than mm-hmm. anything else. Yeah, yeah. The mythology the behind mythology it. behind it. It's so interesting. It's crazy cool, yeah. man. And that's I think that's why I like uh, a few and stupid gesture. It's when you look at all the people who are behind the scenes in it, like from Harold Ramis, Bill Murray, Chevy Chase, Doug Kenny. Like when they all kind of get together uh, as characters, and then you kind of go and learn more about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's so cool. Was Ivan Reitman in that? Uh... Ivan Reitman's character is in it. Yeah, he's yeah. in it. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. guy who plays Ivan Reitman looks like Ivan Reitman. Oh, yeah. It's the dude who played um, the Jimmy Fallon character in 30 Rock. 30 Rock, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. got the same big face mm-hmm. and the pointy nose. Yeah. I Harold Ramis looks like Harold Ramis, too, man. Mm-hmm. It's, in, it's incredible. Oh, yeah. There's that I love that movie because it's such a fucked up piece. It's like a fucked up movie. It's like it's like nothing. I, I'm actually amazed that movie got made. It was all made by the guy. They were like, when they weren't filming, they were drinking, doing drugs. and. Oh, yeah. They, it's they, it's just, that must have been a fun movie to make. Could you imagine, like, being a. Well, who knows, right? I mean, it seems like behind the scenes, it might have been a little bit harder. 
Um, it was more. It was, it was definitely tougher to make for them, I think, than Animal House. Animal House seems like it was the one that would have been fun to make. Oh yeah, because like there was because uh, Animal House was all shot like at a at, you know at a college, an right? actual college. But yeah. uh, Caddyshack was like shot at a golf course, and like there was and they, it was in Florida, so there was like hurricanes. There was like there was crazy destroyed sets and stuff, and then like and a first time director. Oh yeah, yeah. I think like when you think about like Caddyshack, Stripes, um, Animal House, that era. You'll never do that again. The closest we got to that in current times is maybe the first and possibly the second Hangover movies. Yeah. But like you're just you're never gonna get that type of freedom mm. to make a psychotic Gonzo Lampoons movie again. Yeah, where the producers aren't really in charge. And nobody. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you've got like writers, directors, just sneaking one by. Yeah. They're always kind of just getting one by. Mm-hmm. Like, everything is an inside joke. Yeah. Everything is a fuck you to the producers. Yeah. And if the producers are in on it, it's because they're like friends of the directors. Yeah, and they're and they're just like, ah, what are we gonna do? Like, what are you gonna do, man? Yeah, just let them let them do it. Mm-hmm. The script's not in yet. Just give them a week. Mm-hmm. Shoot something else. Yeah. Go get Bill and Chevy in a room and give them some pot. Yeah, see what happens. Let's see what happens. Yeah, it, that was uh, man, what a great movie. What a great movie. Yeah, great movies. You know what's uh, you know what's a great movie? Not this show. That backfired. That one weird, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. You know, should... How about this? You what? You know what I wish was a movie? This show this show yeah we haven't done one of those in a while yeah that was kind of like our, our our ending tag last year yeah but um i think we're done yeah we're, a- we're back to it in full time now yeah that's right yeah. normal again yeah my apologies uh that i wasn't here last week no i was fine too i had i had tons of stuff i was tired from doing. i was i was just way too drunk yeah i was way too tired i actually when you when you called in and said you were hammered i went out and i did the rest of the lawn so i got you the, got something uh, done yeah i got it done i got the uh, i got the lawn cut got it seated I used the, the, the ant killer, the Killex. Mm-hmm. Got it on my leg, and I was able to taste it, which was weird. <laughs> that stuff is really strong, man. I mean, it, it kills that, that weed pretty hard, like dandelions. Yeah. So uh, I'm not surprised that if you get that on your skin. You should wash your skin. Yeah. Because it's poison. Yeah. I, I shouldn't say I, was, I, I wasn't drunk. I was uh, just more like... Uh just way too heavily buzzed and yeah, yeah. it's gotten to my stomach and I was just like, oh, I'm like, you're in a good place. Yeah. It, you're we, in a good place to stay at home. Yeah. I think it's like, I would, it would have been a one-sided conversation. I'll be like, and then you'd be like, you know what? Just cut this. I've been carrying it. Yeah. And this, yeah. yeah, just, uh, just, I don't want to, like, I don't want to hear your point of view because you're too, you're falling asleep. <laughs> you're, you're, you're gonzo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I just collapsed. Yeah. I think our next movie might end up being one of these. I think it should be. I think we'll probably do the, the Star Wars trilogy. Do you want to do VHS? You want, do you want to do the trilogy? Well, well, not in one day, mm-hmm. but we'll do the trilogy. Okay, all right. Yeah. So we'll start uh, with we'll start with the new hope. We'll start with the new hope. Yeah, we're we're probably not going to go into machete cut or the new stuff mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, we'll just stick with the the original trilogy. Yeah, I'm Speak, so happy. Yeah, I, have that. I know that's awesome, man. I'm so happy for you. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm gonna break out the forehead high five. Yeah, that's your for, for you that that's your uh, that's your Akira moment. That's my Akira moment. Yeah. This is my Akira. I couldn't believe how cheap it was too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had that thing in the shopping cart forever. The the DVDs went up. The DVDs of the original trilogy went through the roof, but these things went down. Mm-hmm. $27. Excellent. Incredible price. Yeah. Incredible Excellent. price for a unopened uh, Star Wars VHS widescreen edition with THX sound. Congratulations, man. Uh, that's probably the music. Mm-hmm. Oh, peace out. <laughs>